Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like Big Veiny Cox and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. <laughs> All right. So this is Married AF. This is Uncle Randy and uh, Brooke there, obviously. Across from Monk right there, sons. Got a little bit of a delay. I did. I just cut it off. There's a delay. All right. Get out of here, Dan, before I slap you. Danimal, go. All right. Brooke will be joining us here in, uh, here in a couple minutes, son. She's going to take a quick shower, sons. We just got done at a wrestling tournament. Gunner dominated. Won all three matches. Never wrestled before. Three practices. Three Killing people. Too, right? Yep. Got the pin in his last one. All right. For shits and giggles. Put that on. Let me see how you sound. See if it's different. Yep. Do you feel different? God, it feels amazing. Do you sound better to yourself? I mean. Yeah. I'm wondering yeah. about that other one. If we're having a take these off. an issue, serious. All right. So, haven't done a married AF in a while. Um, we decided to do a special one, sons. Right over there. That is uh, that is Phil PH on Facebook, sons. Not only is he a exemplary chef, but he's also CEO of Plumber Now, sons. Company that snagged the free agent of Uncle Randy like a champion. And uh, we got big things cooking. We got big things. Everybody's been asking about the uh, land pipe show that's coming. We got everything working out. By the way, I got that working, son. Figured it out, son. That is the mothership for editing. She will be able to launch missiles with that thing. Wow. That award right there is a championship award. Not to give a fuck award. <laughs> All right. So, so the way this show works... For people that, that don't remember Married AF, which was an award-winning, long, five-year running show that was America's favorite podcast, it's a relationship podcast normally. We answer questions. We get submitted questions. I put out the bat signal for this episode just two hours ago. I said, get the questions in. Look at this printout. That's in two hours of ridiculous, some crazy questions. But that's what we do. We read them. We let them steer the conversation um, and just see where shit goes, sons. That's just what we do. We help people, uh, help them in their relationships, help them make good decisions. Listen, feels feels like a champ like Uncle Randy. Been married before. Boom. Didn't work out. Champs. First one gets tossed. It's normal. Um, and everybody knows. I mean, me and uh, people are starting to call her Aunt Brooke now. It's becoming a thing. She's going to have her own nickname soon. Um, you know, we're out here just saving marriages, sons. That's what we do. I don't know how I hadn't had the old nectar shot yet, son. That is sacrilege not to start it. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's give them a little background. So the folks that don't know Phil, cause he kind of lurks in the shadows, sons. A lot of people, you know, they know of him. 
especially in the restaurant industry. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so let's give them a little backstory. So first we'll do this. Cheers. All right. So how, how did plumbing come about? Let's talk about that first, because people that know you as the burger guy, I've heard that a thousand times since I've been working for you. Thank you, Gary. He's the burger guy, best burger in town. How'd you go from that to plumbing? Well, I didn't start there. So 14 years old, I'm a PK too. I'm a pastor's kid. I'm all fucked up. Oh yeah. So that's um, tough right there. 14 years old, wanted to make money. My dad told me my dad had a 99 Nissan frontier. 98 good trucks and he's like listen you want to take over the truck brand spanking new <laughs> king cab <laughs> back in the day when king cab was a thing oh yeah and i was like all right let's do it he's like you gotta get the job so got into construction found that i had a niche for it i think there are men out there that and this is okay you don't want to use your hands to get dirty i get that you got you got brains yeah both so Got dirty. Um, went to work for a wholesale plumbing company. Distributed parts. So guys would come in every morning, buy parts. My job was to put them away. Yeah. So orders would come in. I'd put all the parts away. I was the kid. They called me the kid. Yeah. Fell in love with plumbing. Fell really? Love, fell in love with parts. So inventory, selling, fixing things. I'm a mm-hmm. triage guy. I love triage. Didn't realize at the time. Wanted to be in medical. So... Wanted to be in emergency room. Thought that'd be a good thing. Oh, dude, you have the most spectrum of everything. I know. In your life. You are the most. You That's where you and Gary, man, y'all are like on the same trajectory of like, dude, but how about this? Hear <laughs> yeah. me out. For my Hear brother Clay out. right now, I never wanted to be a DJ. That's up to him. But like, I always wanted to. I don't know. I just wanted to be different. I want to do like crazy things. Like emergency room was like, it's killer, man. Like I just want to see crazy people do yeah, triage, shit. all the, just the, yeah. And, um, so I got into it and I loved it. And then I, uh, you know, like young men do, I saw greener grass and had a guy come in and pimp me out. Tell me how great I was. You're amazing. You're the kid. Yeah. You're never going to have a future here, which he was completely wrong, but Come work for me. Yeah. And uh, my first plumbing job was American Leak Detection. Yeah. Their national company. I went to work for them. And um, are you an apprentice? Like just so kind I, of a. So it's funny. I started as an apprentice like for three weeks. I was only in like apprenticeship for like three weeks. Yeah. And then they were like, listen, it was in Palm Springs, California. They're like, listen, we have this this position we think you'd be good at. We want you to put board shorts on and flip flops. And when you want it, we want you to dive pools for a living and check for leaks. Not a bad gig. And I was like, in Palm Springs, California? Hell yeah. So the only thing you had to worry about there is uh, the boys. So yep. I did. I rode around in a white van at American Leak Detection on it and board shorts and flip-flops and a t-shirt, <sighs> which people make fun of me, V-neck more than likely. Oh, yeah. That's and still your style. That's my thing, man. I'm not wearing one today, but this is a Dion shirt. Yeah, and it looks one. like it's strangling you. I love the shirt. I love the Dion, <laughs> the whole strangler. thing. But it looks like your neck, I'm so used to seeing you in V-necks that when you had I noticed it this morning. I was like, are you choking? Yeah. You just, there's something about it. I mean, it. I like to be choked. Cool. Um, yeah. So but what's our rule though? This is where me and you, when we became close. What's up? So when we sat down and you were uh, 
interviewing me kind of when we met up at the Reformation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were talking about your flip-flop policy, which I love because I'm a flip-flop. I'm a flop guy. But what was your rule? It's all about the feet, man. You, you got can wear flip-flops. Feet, exactly. You're out. That's fucking exactly right. And yeah. that is the – when I knew, I was like, all right, this is going to be good because – Trust me, my pet peeve. You got gnarly feet and you wear flip-flops, sons. You're dead don't grind Here's the thing. You got gnarly feet, wear Jesus sandals. Do not wear flip-flops. Just wear boots. Yeah. And lace yeah. them up tight all the way up to the knee. I mean, I know there's people with medical issues, diabetes, but I shouldn't have to look at your feet if I'm getting a sausage biscuit at racetrack <laughs> in the morning and want to vomit all over the place. There's, there's this joke. My, my brother-in-law will tell you. There's this joke that I'm the plumber with flip-flops, like, I flat out wade in that shit with flip-flops. Like, I do my best works in flip-flops. Yeah. So, do you have an aversion to shit? Does it bother you to be in a tub of shit? Mm. We're not septic, but I'm sure you've still ran into plenty of shit. Aversion. That's a good word. No, because shit's money. All right, that's, that's a good Period. answer. Period. That's so, the smell of cash. Here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> we always know a good plumber. We have a test rule. A lot of the boys will tell you when you go to work. The test rule is garbage disposals are the big one. Yeah. If you can smell a garbage disposal that's been backed up yeah. and pull that shit out. I oh, mean, we're talking noodles, corn, eggs. Oh, yeah. Everything there is. Rice. Yeah. Yeah. Meat. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coffee know. grounds. It's all, it's all, yeah, that one. But no, I don't have aversion to shit. I think, I think I had an aversion to be calling a plumber until I was about 28. Yeah. I think being plumber, like for most people, is like that's not what you go do. You don't go to a bar and pick up a chicken and say, I'm a plumber, let's hang out. Um, but I think as I get older, I realized that, you know, some of the greatest men I've ever met in my life, I'm talking like surgeons, brain surgeons. Yep. When I tell them I'm a plumber, they go, damn, I missed my opportunity. That's what I should have done. A lot of people say that. Yeah. A lot of fucking people. I mean, it's, a, it's an industry that's recession proof, you know, as far as there's always going to be work. All right, so let me follow the the path here. All right, so preacher's kid, apprentice, mm-hmm. pool boy, pool boy, and um, like legit pool boy, like slide cash underneath the towel on the lawn chair. Oh yeah, when I get out of the pool to yeah. let me know how much they appreciated me. Very nice. Now they probably appreciated me more than that, but like that's where that's as far as it went for me. And so, so you went from pool boy to what? Because I'm still wondering how you you <clears throat> became the plumber. Like you know. So then. Um, I spent a year doing that and then they moved me to repipes and like gas. Yeah. So I did uh, railroad gas. So okay. like in a train station, they have a bunch of stations in the warehouse where trains come through and they weld different portions yeah. of the train. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my job was to go in and repipe all the gas lines for these stations. And they were a mile long. Yeah. Um, and I was a thread boy, like literally 36 inches on the dot throw it you know 36 inches flat 36 inches skinny like yeah threading pipe all day all night at some points and putting pipe together so i did gas lines and then i got once again greener grass mm-hmm. um i was a bartender at night mm-hmm. i enjoyed it and so um i can see you being a good bartender i was a damn sure. good bartender here's the thing though my uncle he'll be here for thanksgiving you'll meet him um my uncle a champion was, bartender. A fucking champion Nice. So the great part about him being a champion now is he's a sober champion, but he spent 40 years just doing the right thing. So he's a champion that uh, he can still be around booze, even though he doesn't now, drink anymore. Now, um, yeah. oh. partly because of his age. Yeah. Like he course. realized his body's yeah. like, no, can't more. handle it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. can't go um, hard in the paint. So yeah. It's hard to have the shit settled all the time. Um, but 
really, <laughs> really just a badass bartender. He's a singing bartender. So nice. like impersonated Elvis, like no other Ooh, great gimmick. Yeah. And, um, so I worked at Sharky's in Huntington beach. I worked at all the really hot bars down by the beach in California. Dude, my brother made a shitload of money bartending. Like seven, it, seven to $1,200 a night. Fucking that's money, bro. And then I ran like my first, um, my first real hospitality job, like high end was cheesecake factory. Yeah. It's actually what I'm known for. Yeah. Um, got in there, started as a bartender. A bartended Sinbad, oh, uh, cool. Brock Lesnar, um, Matt Leinert. Very cool. Regulars. Was big for a minute. Big. He's big in California. So for forever, me, it's Sinbad. Like, Sinbad is my idol. Dude, Sinbad's a champ. Yeah. Unnecessary like, roughness. You kidding me? Yeah. Kidding me, bro? And it's still his stand-up, some of the best. Yeah. No, a lot of comedians talk about how he's like a down low goat. Yeah. Like the comedians love him. So if well, comedians love you, then he, he you was know the He was the original Chappelle. I mean, he just had that. He had that swag. Yeah. He didn't have to even do the show. He just was good. And then he did first kid. I'll never forget this. He did yeah. first kid. And like, I was a young guy when he did first kid, but like, just, he's just a funny dude. And he's huge. Oh, he's huge. He's got his ass up on his back too. He's one of those like long legged ass on the back. Just big. He got, he got booty. Dumped in the trunk. Yep. <laughs> All so, right. So there you go. Cheesecake factory. And I stayed there for a while and I, I stayed in hospitality and I, I found that was actually my passion. And so, um, I did. I mean, when I say I open restaurants, open all kinds of restaurants, internationally, domestically, I did some weird stuff. Yeah. But I always like moonlighted plumbing, if yeah. that makes any sense. So whether it was for my dad at the church or friends, I mean, my dad will tell you, like, at one point, one guy was like, I want you to change my water heater out and I want you to build a shed around it that looks like a porta potty yeah. or like an outhouse. Yeah. I built a wood shed with a moon. Nice. Like a real old school outhouse. Yeah. You do a lot of woodwork, don't you? I've I seen do. a lot of your framing. And so you, you're kind of all around handy, man. You can build. I'm a scrapper. Yeah. I believe that you can make money with your hands. So Those are good trades to have, dude. Fucking. And, and the other part of that is like my dad always told me, and, and I'll mention my dad a lot tonight because he's, he's my hero. He's a champ. Dude, I love Mr. If, Phil. If you know my dad, he's a champ. So Yeah, he's great. Um, he always told me, Phil, if you have, you have a truck, you can make money. And so I kind of took that for real. Had a toolbox in my truck every day. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you something about Mr. Phil. Like people me. might sleep on. Oh, Fucking, dude, can't sleep on that man. No. Ladies love him. They can talk to him. They love Mr. Phil. He is the that dude is a charmer, son. He's a down low pimp. I'm not <laughs> talking about like sexually or anything. I'm just no. saying the vibe. No, yeah, the dude is. has the it factor. Yeah, he does. And that's huge. And Uncle Andy knows the it factor. Sons. I want to have my dad. I want to have more hair, but I want to. He has the it factor. This is, and you can't teach that, man. You can't buy it. You can't go to school for it. No, you got that or you don't. He's got it. And it's uh, recently we've talked a lot about the acceptance of uh, being in the conversation with my father. Yeah, like it's a big deal. Yeah, if my dad opens up in front of you because mm -hmm. he trusts you, and my dad don't open up in front of many people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing. Yeah. And he's rocked all the hairstyles. Like we talked about today, we were in the office and he was telling everybody about like his, you know, rocked the canoe. Yeah. Oh yeah. He rocked the, like, you know, the half monk, like <laughs> all the, all the half bald stuff. Well, dude, I mean, he, like, I don't know if everyone knows, but <clears throat> he wasn't just a pastor. Like he was, a, uh, like a missionary on my, like he would go do shit up in, wasn't it, uh, Ecuador or somewhere where he would, he would, telling me about places he went overseas and it's not even that like my dad domestically when we grew up 
they sent him to churches that were like weird. So like the yeah. pastor burned down the church. Yeah. Like had a sermon. Hellfire yeah. came down. Oh, yeah. He set his own match. Yeah. And then my dad was a framer. So yeah. my dad framed Sizzlers yeah. back in the day. Fucking Sizzler. Sizzler. Yeah. God, no. Yeah. So like. I was so poor growing up when we went to Sizzler. It was big shit. Yeah. It was big, big shit. Sizzler was, was it. Fucking there was damn. a Sizzler by our high school. So like I used to get picked up before I drove in the parking lot of Sizzler. And um, this is, this is what we out there. I started dating a girl that's mom worked for Sizzler just so I get free buffet before I got picked There's up. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just being smart, resourceful, son. The, being... the kids bar, like the chicken off the hook. But, not so you're literally, though, your grandpa was also a pastor, right? He was. So I'm third generation. Um, yep. um, grandpa's got a cool story. You know, in and out of prison, very young. Married a rock star. Married a married a Brooke. Oh, dude, she's a champion. Um, was a was a janitor at a church, and uh, was just a rough dude. He's a yeah. bad, he was a badass. He's a rough dude. Well, he was the more uh, old school. He became that because I think that was the era. So, like, he no, was, yeah. So when he became a pastor, like, he was still hellfire and and, and you know brimstone. But he was a maintenance guy, a janitor at a church, and, and you know, met the Lord. And, you know, back then it was a little bit more constructive. So, but yeah, he was a he was a badass. He's also very OCD. And when I tell you that I believe I got the traits from him, like every trait you could think of, my grandfather. So he's a roofer, a uh, carpenter, electrician. Uh, well, then it's kind of in the DNA then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So my dad admits over him a little bit and went to me but well so then you, you so you've you've always got a love you'll always have a love for food and restaurant my passion man and what's funny is is you you talk about my burger my food yeah yeah when my gifting is front of the house mm -hmm. my gifting is people yeah. so i learned that from my dad so um but do you so you were always okay with even as much as so when you're making, when you, cause what was your restaurant? Was it a food truck or was it an inline restaurant? Both. All right. So say you're in your inline restaurant and you've cooked, you've made your, your wheelhouse of, you know, you're the burger guy at that point. So you trust someone else to cook it and you'll go up front. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I will. Because here's the thing, even being up front, you're the last person to see it before it goes out. Yeah. And that makes a big deal. I, I think at the end of the day, the creativity part of me wants to be in the back, but the professional side of me, the person I am in today, like I'm, I'm just good. Awesome. I make sure that I'm the wedding coordinator. That makes sense. <laughs> nice. I make sure nobody understands what actually happened. In the All right. So we're going to try this. I'm going to comment right now. What parts did you like the most? Adonis is going to be a, a problem tonight. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Mr. Phil will terrify the strongest of men. That is a thousand percent shaft. Yeah. Yeah. So. These are all Say things we... I'm here. Uncle Randy. Nathan wants to know. If hello. Hello. <laughs> all right, Even Pastor Nathan's so coming there. Oh, damn. Once I move Strawberry lager. I'm into that. Options. 
So you wear this in your shirt this morning. Yeah, my balls. Get in here. All right. Okay. Your dog loves nuts, man. Dude, he loves nuts. And he'll stick his nose up your ass yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. He sticks his nose straight up everybody's ass that comes in this house. That's that's the welcome wagon at the Fowler yeah. house. I'm good. I'm good. Did I smell like Jay Michaels? You just unplugged the TV. <laughs> oh, you smell right. like steak. Uh-oh. No, I didn't have steak tonight. Not tonight. Dan's not doing anything to the TV. No, I'd unplug the thing. All right, so now Brooke is back. Am I blowing y'all's ears out? Yes. All right, so Brooke is back. Now it's an official married AF, sons. Everything is good. Everything is good. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to jump into the questions. Me and Phil just been shooting the shit. Now we can get into the questions and start getting some answers because he knows now how this show works. I mean, he's listened before. We're here to save some relationships and help people. All right. So boom, I'm gonna do like I do and skip through, pick the questions at random. All right. All right, Unc, inquiring minds wanna know, how many deviled eggs can each of you eat in one sitting? That's the shit we get, so give it a real answer. Oh, me? All of us, we all got an answer. Not as many as you. That's your Thanksgiving go-to, right? Yeah. Um, Did you I'll, say that today? Yeah. I'll eat like one sitting, like three or like because mm. I don't want to. Yeah, three or four, but like I will peruse on a, for a couple of days, like we ain't have leftovers. But you'll eat like a hundred. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a love hate here. No. He'll try and bang so, on the door. Um, I'm a PK, so I grew up in potlucks. It really depended on who made them. 100%. Yeah. So, oh, bro, if you make shit eggs, you're fine. Yeah. First off, if yeah. your eggs got, if you get too fancy on it, when you put like sweet mustard and yeah. shit, I'm like, you're fired. You're fired. Or Miracle Whip. Miracle Ooh. Whip, get out. Oh, get the yeah. fuck out. Don't ever talk to me again. So I always <laughs> know the right people because they, they like buy like the Tupperware that's made for them. Yeah, we have one of those. Yeah, they lay them out, and you're like, (laughs) all right, I can trust those eggs because they took the care, figured out. But um, yeah, I would probably say, I mean, probably I'm probably with Brooke, like three or four. Like I just like at one time. Yeah, me and and eggs are not best friends. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, like I those kind of eggs. Yeah, it's I can eat like scrambled eggs or fried eggs. Like I'll eat like. If I'm really Egg hungry, sandwiches? Oh. like I'll eat like four or five. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> but a, yeah, like yeah, at deviled eggs. But he'll eat like a grotesque amount. Like we bring two plates of deviled eggs to <laughs> to Thanksgiving. For that's, you? that's one of the things. Well, one of them essentially There's is. A There's a pregame plate. Those are the ones where when you're peeling the eggs and they they're look kind of ugly. You know, they don't feel perfect. Yeah, like they're, they're the ugly ones. Yeah, and, and yeah. then the pretty ones are for dinner. It's like, don't eat the fancy ones yet. That's for dinner. Bro, how do you how do you do that? Like, how does your, like, I know your unk, but <laughs> how, how do you process that in your body without just, like, shitting yourself? Well, that's the funny thing. Like, so with me, it's weird. It, Devil eggs doesn't do that to me. And, like, people are like beans and all. Dude, pizza does it to me. Pizza, yeah. Pizza destroys my stomach, sons. Makes Uncle Randy shit his pants. <laughs> And I love pizza. It's my favorite food. Yeah, that's that's my jam, I mean, we man. Talked about it. Oh pizza yeah. 
He just needs to be near a restroom. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> devil, devil and scout decatur at black truffle. Jeez, that's what? that's that's that sounds, bougie. No, I don't know I about that. I love that. What? So there is a place. I think he was going to tell me about it. There's like a place, the only place that serves them at a restaurant. Um, at a restaurant? And they're legit. I've never had them at a restaurant. No, I haven't either. Um, I have. So in in, um, in New Orleans, that's like an appetizer. I haven't. A couple of them. (laughs) Yeah, a couple of them I've been to that are that way. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 got to be it's got to be a southern restaurant. Hey, bud, you're good. You're definitely has to be southern. Dan, get down. Dan, he loves down. me. He loves he me. He does love you. It's good. It's good. Cause my balls smell good. I know that. This is. I work hard on that. <laughs> Dan, you gotta relax, big dog. All right, cheers, baby. You gotta take a shot. You gotta oh. give fill. Fill up your. I, no, I've got the Bud Light. I'm good right now. Cheers. 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 All right. So we answered that question. Boom. That one's done. All right. That was a good one. That's all up your alley, though. All right. Kids today are soft. Wannabe thugs. Mm. I recently took my kid into the depths of Huntsville's projects. That's where I'm from. Because, hell, let's face it, I've still got my lifetime membership. So, obviously, no, this is from a friend of mine in Huntsville. Absolutely. Uh, I took him to show him how the other side lives and to teach him to appreciate the little things. Um, Now, how would you go about this? So I'm not 100% sure what he's, I guess he's asking how to make kids not be pussies. Well, sort of, or appreciate what they have Yeah. without being, you can't be gangster if you can't appreciate what you have. Right. I mean, we did the, we tried to show the kids that when we were doing like the meals on wheels stuff, like we, we, for a few years when Gunner was really little, he was like two and three, we did uh, meals on wheels deliveries on Thanksgiving in Atlanta, Mm. like, uh, down by like um east point or what no it was like just it's like south atlanta so like you just go like right through the city and it's like over there by like i think it's atlanta clark university oh yeah like i mean it's a pretty rough part of town um and it was like that's off the 20 right there yeah it's it's right where 20 and 75 intersect like that was where our route was um right in that area and then Mm. one year it was over there like kind of off Howell Mill way down somewhere. Um, That's real stuff though. But yeah, I mean, and Gunner was so little, it, he would, it would probably be more impactful if we did it now. Um, but we had like Griffin with us and we had my nieces with us. Um, and I think it gave them some perspective for sure. Like, yeah. yeah. And we definitely. My dad, that I mean, my dad took me, uh, took me to tent city where we lived. It was oh. like a Christmas, and I was like being, you know, Malibu's most wanted or whatever. <laughs> be rad, like, yeah, be rad. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, "Listen, like, don't I think, be hate." <laughs> yeah, I think I made a comment at Christmas with my grandparents, like, "That's it," like oh, for gifts or something. And I was young. Oh no, yeah. And so I remember Fatal. getting in the car, and my dad's like, "We're gonna go somewhere, and we're gonna teach you something." So like, he took me to Tent City, where people lived in cardboard boxes and the whole thing. And was that around like, here? No, it was California. Oh, was okay. Rough. I'm like, where's a tent? Well, there was a tent city in the woods near our old house. Yeah. In Crackworth, sons. Adonis right here dropping knowledge, though, sons. He says being pussy starts at home. He's right. He oh, is gosh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's my boy. Nobody gets spankings anymore. Yeah. Well, that what they he's saying is he's got a Malibu's Most Wanted, and he was trying to figure out how to teach him something different. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think that's the kid's fault. I think it's the fact that we've, we try really hard to do right by our children. And sometimes we try so hard that they just don't no, they have just a, fell over. Um, they don't have yeah. a really good perspective of what real life is. Well, for anybody that grew up, I mean, I didn't grow up like poor or anything, but if, if you did grow up poor, I think like when you have kids, you tend to just like go so far. If, oh, you, yeah. if you're in a good place, like you don't want them to struggle at all. And then you can be like, oh, maybe I'm creating a monster <laughs> because I'm trying to not have them struggle at all. But a little bit of struggle is life and it's healthy. I mean, at this point, we just take them to Walmart. We'll figure it out. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. All right. So let's get into this question. I'm going to let yeah. you two No more target shopping it. for you. We're going to go to Walmart. All right. So this is the question. So here's my question. It's about trust. Lately, my boyfriend, who's 45, has been a little sneaky, more preoccupied with his phone. He's an honest person, or so I think. And he's always said, if I have a question, ask him and he'll answer honestly, blah, blah, blah. So I noticed the WhatsApp notification. All right, I'm going to surmise. All right, so. Because he's international? Yeah, so the, the woman went and sneaked on her boyfriend's phone. Uh-huh. Saw some, sh- some questionable shit. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I'm already done, but keep going. Um, <laughs> She doesn't know why she's a roller coaster of emotions because the WhatsApp stuff was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, look, you can look, but that just means you don't trust me. And yeah. then it's over. So he told answer. her, if you look, you can look, but if you do, it's over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? So, of course, I choose to trust him. And then I said that, uh, would he be okay if, if she went back to one of her old friends with, <clears throat> with benefits and asked them for advice? What? And uh, he said they would say whatever they could to fuck you which is a dude spitting truth that, yeah. you know, yeah. he, the dude would be like, Oh, let me be there for you. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, women are different. So my question is, what should I do? Trust him or decide to call it quits? All right, you guys go and I'm going to wipe this up where I spilled. Yeah. Brooke, you want to go first? Cause I have a lot on that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it obviously there's something going on anyways, because yeah. she was the, the whole conversation about looking in his phone and whatever, and like maybe just have a conversation on why he's being distant or whatever first. And like, maybe try and work on that before jumping to the, I'm going to go through your phone. And, and then two WhatsApp is used for dirty shit. Isn't it? Isn't that like the only thing you use WhatsApp for? <laughs> so I don't have WhatsApp. So I have no fucking idea. What you're I just heard about. of people using it for international. It's because it can't be tracked as well. That's yes. okay. And so it's it, like Snapchat for internationals. Well, I, you can use it for international without getting like, charged so when i used it back in the day i worked for a chinese company so yeah they use whatsapp yeah there's a legitimate yeah, yeah there's a legitimate reason for using it but like mm. just a regular dude texting uh their friend mm. no you're yeah you're you're doing something dirty and then why would you have to go talk to your old friend that you used to fuck like, why, why that person is that like that was just like y'all seem I hate this word. It's overused, but y'all seem toxic as fuck for each other. (laughs) So yeah, my word is chaos for Mm -hmm. sure. So here's the deal. Um, I actually talked about this recently. So here, here's where I'm at. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to answer that (laughs) because it's not worth it. Um, (laughs) Let me give you a solution. Your next guy. (laughs) Because this relationship, because this is done <laughs> for both of you, the next girl and the next guy. That's what, a great answer. Yeah, instead of saying, "If you check it, it's over," or vice versa, whatever, or yeah. should I trust him? Let me tell you the truth: we're all gonna fucking struggle. 
Um, we all have emotions. We all, we all are going to be in, um, we're all going to be at a place in our life where somebody's going to catch our attention and we're going to mess up. Okay. Whether it be mentally, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally. So here, here's my deal. Find you the one that you can run to at home and say, listen, today I had a, a thought about this person and it messed me up for a minute, but I came home to you, help me. And then leave it to the man or the woman to say, all right, I can fix that. Get to the bedroom. We'll talk about it. (laughs) So the reason I say that is because, um, I've lived, I've lived both sides and I believe with all my heart that I only want to be with somebody that, um, and I only want you guys to be with somebody that you can go home and be completely honest with the fact that you had, you slipped up emotionally or, or mentally so that you don't fuck up physically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's almost irreversible in most marriages or relationships. But I believe if you can just be honest with each other and just say, Hey, I'm having a rough moment or I'm a soft moment, or I got a coworker or a friend or whatever. Um, then you can work on it together because yep. my famous line is one person can't create boundaries. Two people have to. Yep. My issue with boundaries is it's always one person trying to create all the boundaries and the rules. And one person always feels like they're going to follow them. If you're both doing it together, then you don't have an issue. So be honest, be real, and just say where you're at. And uh, yeah, yeah, that sucks. All right, sons. All right, let me drop this on you, sons. Here's yeah. the deal. All Gary, right, so, shut up. So first, <laughs> you, you stutter for a living. So here's the first thing. So the dude saying, you can look at my phone, sure, but then it's over, he's guilty. All right, I'm, I'm not causing any shit there's something there all right that's that's stupid to lay that out um and like like phil said i've lived both sides of this this coin and you know i came into our marriage with severe our relationship severe insecurities Mm. you know uh highly jealous dude i I would try to fight uh anybody that looked at her i had a bartender gave her a free drink and i made her take it back and make him apologize to me downtown that's how stupid I was. And wow. <laughs> wasn't JR, right? <laughs> no. Okay. What, what was it? It was at the uh, bar we were playing pool. It was like <clears throat> some down bar down there, like St. Charles or something down in that area. Yeah. Oh, downtown Atlanta. Okay. All right. But uh, so <laughs> they're too old for that, though. This is 45. Now, <laughs> that was, you know, 30 ish, Randy. All right. Kind of, yeah. kind of stupid. Um, and I used to be the same way with my phone coming out, dude. Now I promise she could have my, she has my phone. I leave my phone with her all day, every day. She can do whatever she wants in it. My, she knows more passwords of mine. There's a freeing point when you finally get with the right person though, and you cannot have to live that way. I'm telling you, it does exist to some people. I know people that they, they must think that doesn't exist, but it really does to where you can finally no longer give a shit about that stuff. And it's not a problem, but when it is like it is with this, this couple asking this question, they've got bigger issues, um, on both sides that they need to, to work out. Or like Phil said, just chalk it up with whoever you're with next time. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's go ahead and start, prep. Start yeah. fresh. It, it is liberating. Like when you finally get are with somebody that like, oh, I don't have to like watch what I say, or no. I don't have to worry about 
somebody texting me that they're going to fucking flip out or something like, cause he, I mean, he could look through my phone whenever the hell he wants to. I really don't care. Oh yeah. And I never, um, I never have. No, I literally never give him shit. no, I never, you've told me that to, you're like, Oh, go look at the guy. They, they have a text thread with like 12 of them in it and it'll pop off. Sometimes he's like, Oh, go find the guy's thread and go read it. And I'm like, I really don't want to <laughs> like literally telling me to go read his text. And I'm like, I don't, care no not today. <laughs> no, not today. i don't really want just give me the cliff notes like but uh, yeah it, it is it's such a weight off your shoulders like when you've been in a relationship with somebody that's like controlling or jealous or just and here's the bad part is at that age let's be real like i'm almost 40 i'll be 40 in april and it's fucking with me it's um, hard dude it is like I'm getting a full sleeve and shit. So, um, that Joe Rogan ass. Yeah. But that being said, like I do feel for them because, you know, a good buddy of mine told me, he's like, you know, the, the days of our lives are kind of over like mm -hmm. the hopeless romantic, you know, and Donna said it mm -hmm. like we've got a couple of generations that really don't understand that. And then we have a bunch of mental illness generations. We have a bunch of dudes that couldn't process their feelings and we have a bunch of women that are now dealing with them. So, <laughs> you know, that's, it's tough. It's 45. Like I understand the scared, the scared aspect of the fear of starting over. I understand that you don't really want to go back out, but at the end of the day, like I'd rather spend 10 of my really good last years with somebody that I trust than 25 years with somebody I don't. Mm -hmm. Boom. So. That's that's some that's that's a good answer there. All right, so let's go to this. This is this is pretty good. This is more like a uh, a statement. Okay. Um, I just can't imagine fully trusting anyone. I mean, no matter how good a person is or seems, they can always cheat or hide something from you. They'll all tell you that you need to trust them, but how can you when you can never know a person a hundred percent? And even the person that loves you the most can hurt you. It's stupid to say that you can't just openly tell someone that you're involved in, involved with that this is the case and that even though I trust you, I don't fully trust you. I won't believe every single thing you say as I'll have to trust my judgment more than I trust you. I trust you, but, but not other people. Hmm? Is, that, is that right? Is that wrong? What do you think about that? Hmm. Um... That sounds like a fixer mentality to me. I don't know. I mean, I, you, you're going to be miserable if you just like, it's not like, it's not up to the other person to make them or to make you feel like they can trust you. It's just up to you, like to make the decision. You're going to trust them or you're not. And you know, if they're, actions prove over and over again that you can't then that you know and that, that's when you decide right the old adage of people treat you like you allow them to yes like at what point you you say like all right this is toxic now what this person is saying i i can understand it i think it's a bad mindset yeah because they're never gonna ever 100 percent be able to love some there's prob there's trauma there for them to be that anti-trust mm -hmm. there's somebody's hurt them badly somehow um because if you flat out tell now listen i don't trust other people either i don't, I don't trust many people in the world because i can't put up you one can, hand you know, yes and she'll tell you yeah i'm that's kind of a bad if there's a bad thing about me that's one of them i don't trust a motherfucker <laughs> i don't trust the government i don't trust a nobody i don't so trust nothing <laughs> dude i don't trust anybody hardly mm, okay but 
as far as your love life, you are never going to be happy. <clears throat> this person, yeah. no matter what, till they fix them. That's Here, the problem. Here's yes. the problem I have with trust, though. Uh, people's version of trust screws me over. Like, <clears throat> that's a good answer by the mayor right there. Yeah. S surface yes. level. Surface level trust is what we live on right now. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. bullshit. I, I don't trust anything surface level. So unless you're a car, you know, used car salesman. Sorry, John Little. Um, <laughs> I love you. But here, here's the thing: like, <clears throat> trust, trust to me is deeper than love. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. the the question really is: is is does he love me? Can I love him? Like, it's not a trust issue. That's surface level. Like, trust is way bigger than love. Um, yeah. I'm just I not. I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm just not feeling the yeah. It's, I don't think you understand trust and that's okay. Like I, I didn't understand it for a long time either. And I've learned a long time ago that yeah. love is, is not priority. It's trust. That's pretty deep, sir. Sorry. That's a good answer. I'm no, I'm saying that's a, that's too, a really so. good answer. Like, I have multiple I, drinks for you. I, I really so. haven't ever, and, and I'm a professional here <laughs> with years and years of experience. I've never thought of it from that perspective. <laughs> Mm. Uh, pretty it could be because I'm drinking Bud Light. And I feel kind of like a woman. <laughs> yeah, you're gay now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. You're gay. <laughs> Damn, no, you know how I know gay. you're gay? Yeah. Because you drink Bud Light. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, Lord. I love you. That's awesome. There's another, uh, not a man in this world that I want to be called gay by. <laughs> so. hmm. Bro, I do everything. I, people could think Uncle Randy's so gay. I love pink's my favorite color. You know that. You saw the shoes today. The shoes today were on uh, point. Dude, I love pink. I've always loved pink. I don't care what anybody does, who they love. I don't give a shit. I don't, it doesn't bother me. If you think I'm gay, I'll be the gayest champion you've ever met. Yep. It doesn't bother me a lick. No. But mm -hmm. Uncle Randy oozes manliness, though. I mean, I, I've tried to be gayer. I can't be any gayer and still be a champion. I'm just too good. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a history story. So um, when I was dating in my 20s, my first wife came over to my apartment and she was like hanging out with friends. We were all together. She didn't think I was single because she thought I was gay because how clean my apartment was. <laughs> <laughs> so like that was a big thing for us for a while. And like Adonis Because most said, guys in their 20s, it's a fucking oh, it's a trash show. heap. Yeah, yeah. It's the beer pong after party. Oh, God. Like what he tells me his house in college was like, they had some random wild ferret apparently that... <laughs> that wandered into their house and then just like lived in there. And I'm like, you know, those things just like, cause I had pet ferrets that were in a cage, but I'm like, they just shit in every corner that they can find. And you know, you just had it running around your house. He's like, yeah. I have friends like that. So I'm like, that is horrendous. But he says his room was clean, which I believe because he well, is, it has to be. Yes. See, <laughs> yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way you're going to get what you need. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. No, she, she knows about my college years. Hey, yeah. there's no seat. She knows everything. She knows every terrible thing. Like, that's the good thing about what I love about our marriage. There is absolutely nothing. No. Well, I've you, told her every single thing that you, I can. You prove ever my point, of. though. That's that's where it's at. So I, I hear all the time where I see messages on Facebook or I wish I had what you and Brooke had. Yeah. And I, I mean that. Like when yeah. you when you talk today, like even in staff, like I love what you have. Oh, dude, it's the best. But you know what that has? Very lucky. It's trust. It's also oh, complete yeah. transparency. Yes. Dude, huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And that that does take like it, you know, we worked on that. That's honestly that was we worked on that a lot. That's 
That's yeah. awesome. You know, you can actually work on that. So we're going to get right into that. Now this question kind of steers in that. What the heck is this supposed to mean? My boyfriend has had bad relationships through his life, but says this to me occasionally when something I do with a male friend makes him uncomfortable. This happens especially when he doesn't know the friend. So I understand getting jealous. I've not done anything to make him not trust me, but it feels like he should, like he just doesn't trust me when he says this. I'm not sure how to approach this next time he may say it. All right. Um, oh, man. So. I got a pistol ready for that one. Here's the deal. I mean, I've said this a million times. People are going to, it's a broken record. I'm a firm believer in the, the men and women can't be just like a platonic friendship. I've, I've been adamant about it. Like mm-hmm. the, I call women associates, <laughs> any women in my life that, that aren't my wife, they're associates. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only from my voracious manliness, <laughs> testosterone fueled sex champion that I know how guys think like there's a piece of every man yeah, gay or straight. If he's with a chick, even if it's a 1%, he could be gay as can be and 1% in his brain. He's like, maybe I can fuck her. <laughs> maybe it might be good. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it say. is. My, my pistol on this one is why doesn't he know him? So if he's what he is to you, that's a great, that's why great. does not, he, he does not know him. So here's the deal. Um, yeah, especially I when he doesn't know. I really don't even, yeah, that's, yeah. I don't even really care the dynamics, but if he's the man you're choosing to be with right now and you're all in, then he better fucking get to know him because that's the only way that's going to cure that problem. Um, you need to be the closest you can to that. Here's the thing. I'm not against her having male friends. Yep. I'm against the fact that he doesn't know him. That's a big part. That's that's a big problem. Yeah. yeah. You don't stand a well, chance because, if you don't even know him. Yeah, because if, if he doesn't. And that's one thing if, like, you know, maybe she works with them or something and, like, it's her friend and, like, mm. that's the only reason that he doesn't know him. But, like, still, there, there should be a chance to do that. And, like, why would you be going and hanging out? If, if it's not somebody you work with, like, why would you be going and hanging out with other Bingo. dudes, like, without your... As Alan Iverson once said, this is, were we talking about fucking practice? <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> like, yeah. well, see, that's, practice? That's where my thing is. And, uh, you know, I made a living on this, uh, that with people, when it is so rare that pretty much anything that I have, if I can have any control over it, she'll, she'll go. Not like I'll drag her along. It's just assume she's going to be rolling with me. Like all my dude friends love her because she's one of the dudes. How it should be. You know, Wednesday nights here in Silvertown, son. Silvertown, greatest neighborhood on earth. Yep. We have BBB Wednesday nights. You know what that stands for? Beers, bros, and Brooke. Because it's all dudes and Brooke. It's way better than I thought it was going to stand. Yeah. <laughs> Beers, bros, and Brooke. Because she'll drink beer, shoot the shit with us. It's just normal. She hears all the, the gnarly dude shit. You can't offend her. That's why she's a champion. There's nothing that bothers her. She's heard it all, son. It's the yeah, greatest but, ever but right that here. that strengthens your marriage. Oh, and for that sure. strengthens your bedroom, too. So, oh. like, yeah, that's my big thing. Like, whatever strengthens the bedroom is what you should do. Agreed a thousand percent. Yeah. We're, <laughs> that's real shit. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, because if you don't have a good relationship in there, I don't. No. think you have you're that's just, where trust you're is just built. there's all yeah there's all the things yeah absolutely that's that's crazy yeah, that's awesome yeah Uh-oh. all right so first off i had this randomly put in there did y'all hear the story about Dwayne martin banging will smith in the ass wait what it came out today 
So Will Smith's old PR rep. Do you remember Dwayne Martin? No. He was in all the like Boys to Men um, that dick video. Out of my ass. He was in uh, uh, Dwayne Martin. He ended up marrying Tisha Campbell, who was on Martin with Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne, he was in all the. I'm lost. I'm good. Keep going. Look him up. So anyway, you'll know him yeah, as soon as you see He's in the video for Boys to Men. I'll make love oh to God. you like you want me to. That was eighth grade. And I'll hold you tight. Don't make me keep going, son. <laughs> Oh, look at that. There's our rap guy, Tyler Harden, son. Yeah. <clears throat> look at that. The superhero. Is that Phil the superhero? Damn uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm son. working on the you job. I, I need that straight line not, job. Not really. All right, look so, at that. Boom. I've lost some weight, Tyler. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. All right, so anyway, so Will Smith's, oh, yeah. okay. Will Smith's PR rep came out today oh, in an interview. He's got big lips. He might like that. He yeah. said that he walked in in... Uh, it was like eight years ago into a dressing room for Dwayne Martin. And he had Will Smith bent over tearing his ass to pieces. Well then. Uh, right. Just saying very strange, random thing. I just want to see if y'all had heard that. It wouldn't surprise me yeah. if Will, how him and this Jada debacles come out. She's the most toxic. I've never seen a woman demas or emasculate her husband more. And we talked oh, about this today, how bad that is for a marriage when you emasculate your husband. Um, she's done that multiple times with him. Her, she's become like politics to me. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> like it's just so like. Hey, well, do you want one of those strawberry loggers? No, but Light's good. All right, yeah, I'll you're, be, I'll be. That's how I know you're gay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, so on to the next question. One. I just want to see if y'all had heard that. <laughs> I'm, I have not heard. I'm, that at I all. got nothing on that. Like, no. I mean, wow. All right, this is awesome. This is so up my alley. I guarantee that she watched. All right. I, I found she didn't have a strap on. <laughs> oh, for sure. I found out this week my husband of 11 years has been lying to me and keeping things from me. I don't know how much more of this I can take. He's away on uh, business this week, and the night before he left, I found a vape in his bag. Oh, <laughs> it's not a deal, though. Uh, yeah, my son and I both have asthma. Oh, my God. The problem Ooh. is he didn't tell me. All right, so where do we go with this? Y'all go ahead. Just need her to take a fucking seat and chill out like a vape. I thought she was going to say she found like, I don't know, something else way more scandalous. Like a vape? Like, that's just yucky and dumb, but... I'm going to say something. I'm going to regret it. Yeah. I don't even fucking... I might, like, I might need a Bud Light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Considering I'm drinking Bud Light, you'll take it well. Um, you're being too fucking sensitive. Yeah. And um, here's the thing. Yeah. When he gets home from his business trip, you probably need to take a hit. <laughs> and then you guys need to talk about what matters to you, what's important to you, and what matters to him. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you approach him and say, hey, I don't care if you do this, just don't do it in the house, I guarantee he'll... Uh, He'll comply. Like, so have a conversation. Right. Just have a conversation. You're being sensitive, and and I and I, I understand why you're hurting, but have a conversation. Yeah, it's a and yeah. I don't know, like yeah. it's a little dramatic. Well, we'll call it sensitive. Yeah. Either way, uh, so it's a fucked up word. I agree. So. I agree with you both 100. Mm. Um, but here's the deal. That's not what's really bothering her. No. So she clearly doesn't trust him. Right. Have a conversation. So there's we'll find so there's out. something else, yeah. all right? It's not the stupid vape. No. Right. 
if that vape is really what you're sending a question in for, then Where's dear God, I can't imagine your terrible sex. That that vape might be hiding the smell of the other woman too. Sure, so, maybe. Who come knows? On, let's let's really. If we're gonna get sensitive, let's. Get and was sensitive. she like when he was on a business trip? Was she like rummaging through stuff, like trying to find oh, something that he was lying about? Like that's yeah, what it sounds like. I'm not even gonna go down. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did you come across this? Was it in his fanny pack? I'm hey, throw that out there. Hey, Randall has multiple I, fanny I packs. Oh, no, shoot. I know, but you understand. That's the prize keeper. All right. So this one's pretty good. This is, uh, yeah, at least they're being honest. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal who this person is, but I'm pretty sure we all know them. I think even Phil knows them. Oh, gosh. Uh, first, mm-hmm. I must confess, I've had, I have some sort of addiction to matching slash dating apps. What? I don't mm. meet anyone through them, but I swipe and match and talk sometimes, and sometimes very inappropriately. All right, so are um, are they helpless is the question. They know they have a problem with matching, dating. Clearly, this has caused some real problems for them. Yeah. Um, listen, here's the deal, sons. I'm not going to beat around the bush. You're stupid. Fucking get rid of your phone if you can't, or, or don't be right. with somebody right. like that, or either have an open relationship, like figure your shit out. Yeah. But, you know, most women... If you say, honey, listen, I love you, but I'm going to go on these dating sites and I'm going to really talk about banging. It's a hard no. (laughs) Hard no. no. It's a no for me. Why does that hard sound so long? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I don't really know what to say to him unless you're open from the jump with your person and you tell him, like, look, I love you and and you're in a relationship with me now and I want you to know one thing. I like to jerk off and, and look at matching dating apps. And... That is what it is. And if she says, you know what? Cool. Because I like to dress up like a bunny rabbit and stick things, stick carrots up my ass. Mm. We both have our thing. That's fine then. But if you're hiding it and you get caught every time doing it, you're never, ever going to be happy because you're always going to be hiding shit from somebody. Okay. So either find somebody that has the same shit or come clean and figure it out. What do you think there, Phil? Mm-hmm. I got to be really careful with this one. <laughs> Especially because you said I might know him. Um, um, you need to learn how to not to be a sixty-second man. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta work on that. Like it's, it's more than than the thrill. The instant gratification doesn't work in sex, buddy. So True. here's the thing: um, if that's your thing, let it be your thing. Don't involve anybody else in it. Yeah, it almost sounds like it's like the, it's like the thrill of doing something wrong. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that's here's true. the thing. There's nothing actually wrong with that to me because of this reason. There's a lot of people hurting that are trapped because they don't know how to get out that need to feel some kind of relief. And I get that. So that's a mental thing and I get that. But if you're with somebody and you're yeah. doing this, right, you like figure it out. And yeah. that's what like yeah. I think it it sounds like it's like, you know, that they can't just fucking contentment Yes, they can't be just content and and tr- maybe like really maybe what the solution would be is like find ways to like I don't know spice it up with your current person yeah. and not try to do these things that would maybe potentially hurt that person. True. Because I, I mean, Big Joe. Who is that? That's our head plumber. Yeah. Oh, he's a man. New York, baby. He's about to say that sounds Polish or something. His last he's name. All, he's he's awesome. all New York. So I've told Brooke that we're gonna do some sort of. Uh, like bring your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever from plumber. Now come up here to fur burgers. Uh, Cause I want her to meet her. There's so many awesome characters. 
Like Bro. we have such great folks. Uh, we do. It's by far the best group of collective folks on earth. And Joe is just a, he like is. you would think he's almost, he's almost like a mafia guy that got his shit together. Like when I'm sitting across from him at a meeting, <laughs> I feel like he could kill you at any second. He doesn't. He's very nice. I respect men that know how to ask for money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. Okay. Good. True statement. Like yeah. he knows how to ask him. He knows how to ask for money. Old Jacob Bruins, baby. Oh, Gotta yeah, love it. So to go back to that question, that's where I'm at. Like I just I think and I agree with Brooke. Like, um, mm. here's the thing. You gotta be better than a sixty second man, dude. The the instant gratification of where you're at in life is um not gonna see serve you long term because guess what? One day you're gonna be alone and you're gonna have to fucking figure it out. So well, and then it's going to be, you know, uh, another no picture, trip around. That's right. And it's going to be somebody else's picture, not your own. Cause you don't have that pool anymore. Well, there's a lot of people that have this and, and I do attribute a lot of this to like the, and I'm going to sound like a fucking old white guy right now, but like I, I do credit a lot of it to a, the extreme availability of porn. Now, like guys are so desensitized yeah. that they have to find shit that can yeah. get them there. Let's talk about that. Oh, don't, there's no, no, more. We're, we're going to talk about that. All right. So, so, we're you gonna know, talk about only fans. We're going to really get into this. Well, you can, you can literally, Terry Crews is a great story about it. Have I you love, ever heard Terry Crews tell a story yes, about his yes, porn addiction, yes. how it almost ended his marriage? Yes. And what he did to, to resolve. Have you heard about it? Uh, no. I so love him. Terry Crews is the most openly, he's like, a really good artist. Make him you know he is, town. but he is so <laughs> open about his porn addiction. White it's almost like. Day. Uh, at first when he came out about it, I was like embarrassed for him for a second, but then yeah. I watched how stern he tells everybody. So then I saw it was kind of like his mission, right? Like he was, he's trying to help people. It wasn't just a like, Hey, I'm a, I was addicted to porn, this or that, or, uh, you know, I'm going to rehab like every guy <laughs> says, and then that's it. No, he really talked about it, how it, you know, he couldn't have the same sex with his wife anymore because yep. of how much porn he was looking at. And then you got to find something else. It's chasing the impossible the thing and, and to the point at some point now you're talking naughty to strangers you're never going to touch them you're never going to see them in person nope. and that's the only thing that can get you off let's be real though when you when you're that kind of person if you ever were to make that person you're impotent at that point yeah because you're fucking done you've already you're on the way there and your load's over so yeah. we're not going to play that game yeah I, I have an issue with all that and this is my issue and i'm i'm i mean i'm not i'm not old um Younger than us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> tell Zach, yes, I feel that. I feel that. But here's the thing. Like, yes, I have an, ins I have had a real issue with, um, I just, that word instant gratification. Like I really have an issue with porn in general and not because of the porn. I have an issue with the fact that it's actually demasculating men yeah. because it makes them not be, not be men enough to go to a bar or go to a, a place or a restaurant or I don't fucking care if it's Chipotle <laughs> or Home Depot. Let me tell you, you pick some women at Home Depot. That's a great point. So you're saying it, it, it removes the, them taking a shot, a hundred having the balls to take and a shot. Taking the shot is what makes us men. Right. Taking mm -hmm. a shot is what makes us hard. Like yeah. take the fucking shot. So mm -hmm. if you're going to consistently go back to that, that's like your, yeah, that's your, your, I'm going to say this second or third string, like be a quarterback and go to the fucking home Depot. And find you a woman. Like I, they're there. They need a doggy door or, you know, something built or a, shit shed or a fucking greenhouse. Like I just don't, I, the only reason I say that is because I have 
I've not struggled with that in the last couple of years. Like really have hardly not struggled with that. Yeah. And um, part of me not struggling with that is the fact that I, I realized that I would lose myself in the process. Sure. Mm -hmm. Not because I don't want it, not because it doesn't feel good, not because of any of those things. It's because I don't want to lose my fucking self. I want to be a man. Like that's the only thing I got going for me in this world. Well, there's a difference. Like some people can, can look at some porn occasionally and it doesn't, but there's some people that it, it triggers those endorphins in their, and that becomes their real pussy. It does. That no. that's that's their that's and, their woman. And not to be mean, but not really, their wife anymore, not if, their girlfriend or, or anyone else. If there's something I gotta learn, number one, I'm not ever gonna be as big as those dudes. So um <laughs> nothing you can I'm do. I'm gonna so. try real hard. Yeah, but uh yeah, there's no there's nothing but not many women want that either. No, well, and, and, don't. and you <laughs> can't stay as hard as they do for as that's just you don't have the medication. <laughs> no, no, I don't. And 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 you know, and Gary said it well one day, you know, he talked about, you know, his wife and I love them both. I love Gary and his wife so much. And I just laugh because he's like, I do what I got to do to take care of my wife. And so if you're really doing that, or even in a relationship, like I know that, no, I'm not going to be that guy. And I'm not, maybe I don't learn those special moves, <laughs> but there's something cool about being with somebody you trust that you're like, let's try things. Let's figure, sure, let's sure. figure this out. Let's yeah. figure things out. Yeah. And like, it's better when yep. my back's against the, the headboard and it just hits just right you. And no 100%. matter how yeah. big I am or how small I am, it doesn't fucking matter because nope. it hits you right. Like yes. there is more gratification than that than you'll ever get. Well, that's that. what makes a person your wife or your husband. Are those yeah. little things like that? Well, knowing that, knowing that yeah. that she likes her face pushed against the wall, yep, and, and some don't, turned some to do. the side and neck yep. nearly broken, yep, and you know to yeah. be uh, swatted on the hiney a little like th that. That's what they like, yeah. and knowing true, what they like, knowing what they <laughs> knowing what they like is your responsibility. I made a as a spouse. I made 100%. a comment. Not I'm not gonna say recently, but I made a comment that your favorite position is based off the partner. Oh, oh gosh, of hundred yeah. percent. All yeah. of it is. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So that's, that's where I feel on, on life in general. I mean, that should be our life motto. Like our, my favorite position is whatever my partner likes. Yep. And Word. Like, oh, yeah. I was going to say my favorite position is everyone with you. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, See, but that's, that's real life right there. Like, man, All right. this is knowledge, man. Now look at Joe. I know. There's a champion. Is Big time. And That's Joe will tell you, there. Joe will be yeah. on a floaty in his pool with a drink. He'll call me up and be like, what's up, bro? <laughs> what you doing right now? I'm like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Joe and his wife are cool people. No, I I, I can't wait for, I want Brooke to meet Joe. I, I love some Joe. He's a fucking champion. And Adonis, we're not even going to get in there. Him and his, I, I got to meet his wife today for the first time. I got to have lunch with them. You want to talk about the real fucking. Let me, let me tell you about Adonis. So this is a crazy thing. And I haven't, I haven't told any of you this. So Adonis reminds me very much of, uh, one, no, <laughs> one, one of my very best friends from high school, Fred, he reminds me a lot of Fred Adonis does Just not Fred, tall. Fred McGinnis. No, yeah. Adonis is pretty tall. He's, oh, yeah. He's my size. Six, yeah. Three, six, yeah. He's, he's, oh, a, okay. he's a decently tall guy. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot in common. I love that dude, but he reminds me so much of, you oh. know, where I went to school, I went to a mostly black high school, inner city, Huntsville, Alabama, yeah. Butler. You can look it up one day. I got my yearbook. One of the few whiteys. And I just grew then my best friends were black guys. And Fred was my dude. I still talk to him this day. He's a very successful realtor in Nashville. Adonis reminds me a lot of him. Adonis is a real a deal. A lot of dude. he's a real deal. And here's the thing, his wife is even the realer deal. Like 
like I told her in the end of the night, like give him, give him a hard time. I was like, I want you to fold it twice and give it to her twice. Like he just, <laughs> he's just, they're just the real deal. And she's just like him. And I just, I, yeah, I appreciate him. All right. So let's get to this question. This is a good one. Uh, this is some serious shit. <laughs> if you aren't white, you're, you're clear. clear. <laughs> yeah. Santa's always clear. All right. <laughs> so uh, this, uh, this lady says, I had an emotional affair with a coworker that almost turned into a physical one. He decided to back out after accidentally meeting my family, even though he knew about them from the beginning. I confessed everything to my husband. We are working through the issues now. Thankfully, he forgives me and wants to stay married, but I'm still full of guilt. We started therapy, blah, blah, blah. God, these are so, stop sending them so long, people. Some eyes. Uh, so her crush slash coworker, um, the crush on that coworker is lessening, but the feelings are still very much there. Yeah, I was going to say that. We've yeah. since limited yeah. communication and agreed to being professional only. It's bothering me that it all ended abruptly without closure. He will barely look at me now. I definitely want to move on, but it all feels unresolved. Mm -mm. Can you help me understand what is going through his head? Mm -mm. How does he feel about me? Mm -mm. Can someone really just shut off their emotions like that? Mm -hmm. How do I make peace with this and get over him? So many. Yeah, the, just, okay. Yikes. The queen, go. Yikes. I'm not going to even Yikes. do this right now. Queen, go. The, it, <laughs> it took such a hard left turn. Like, yeah, midway about, through. Yeah, like, going to go to therapy with my husband and, and then, then fully concentrated on this other dude. Like, do you even give a shit about your marriage? Nope. It uh, sounds like you don't at all. So, like really think about that like if you give a shit at all about your husband and mm. your marriage you need to one get a new job or like and yeah, so that you're not around this dude and completely cut ties and give zero fucks about what his he's thinking about who, what his feelings are because that's not what's important if it's your husband the relationship with your husband and your marriage and his feelings you should care how your husband feels he's the one that you were you would like think. confiding in somebody else if i found out that you were like having deep conversations with another woman and like there would be parts <laughs> of there would be little parts of uncle randy scattered all around oh, cherokee yeah. county and can't that it would take them years to find so there'd be little pieces of beard everywhere like in every corner of the, the fucking city but here's my, I'm going to chime in one thing. Then I'm going to let Phil go. So huh. clearly she, Careful. she does not, you don't want to be with your husband no. period. I mean, you made that very clear. Yeah. It, this is more about why doesn't he still like me? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Like if you're over your husband, divorce him though. Like I, we've both been there, right? I was in yeah. a miserable marriage that neither one of us were happy. Should have peeled the bandaid off earlier. Now that's where I do believe in, in a higher power. There were, Griffin came about from that. So that that's great. I think that was part of it. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't love your husband, which you clearly don't, or you don't want to be with him, you want to be with another guy, then be with the guy, but don't keep this. Don't make him put in the work with going to counseling when you don't care about the work. Cause what you really want to know yeah. is why does an old dude still want to bang me? Uh -uh. And if he saw your family and had a, uh, you know, it, made him realize that this is the wrong thing to do, then you got to respect the fact that he's backing out and doesn't want to impede on a family. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much to this. Gary's going to get pissed because I'm going to get all like, slow and shit. <laughs> so I'm going to make two comments. So first of all, 
he's not married to you anymore. He's married to your guild. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's make that very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, that hurts for me, for you, because <clears throat> so you're going to punish yourself for what you did oh, yeah. and the mm-hmm. guilt that you have. And you're going to stay with him because you've wanted to punish yourself for what happened. But at the end of the day, number one, I'm going to say this. It's not going to be very popular, but it sounds like to me, you didn't get that other fucking guy out of your system. Mm-hmm. So let's do that first. Let's go ahead and get that fucking out of your system. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that your marriage is done anyways. Oh yeah. And then number two, this is really going to fuck with you. Um, there's somebody there. Maybe you haven't even met him yet. That's going to save you from all this shit. There is a, there's a grown, let me make this very clear, a grown ass man that's going to be able to take care of you the way you should be taken care of and make it so you never do this again. But right now your guilt is the reason why you're still married. Yeah. So, and, and your husband deserves to have somebody that's sure. not going to hundred percent. That's Absolutely. not going to go off and, and no. start fucking getting emotional with other dudes and, and, and giving her heart and, Oof. and there's so much to that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I do believe that. I believe there's another person in your life that's not the guy that you fucked up with or your husband yeah. that will eventually save you from this. And not that men save anybody. Let me make that clear. And not that being in another relationship will save you. It starts with you. Mm-hmm. But when you meet an actual grown-ass man who understands what you've done and you've been completely honest with him and he can work through who you are as a person and how, how broken you are. He will be the one that will save you from doing this ever again. But right now, you you've got to figure this shit out. Your guilt is overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, I think she's got to uh, care about her current dude enough to cut him loose. Mm-hmm. She's got to like he's he's he deserves better than that. I mean, you know, and and mm-hmm. that that's not he right. He didn't marry her guilt. And he uh, married her. He obviously didn't do anything wrong. Um, no, I mean, and, he kind of drove her to it. Well, Don't get us wrong. He yeah. there's things that he might have done Maybe. that made her be that well, way. There, there's always yeah. there's always that. There's always but it uh, takes two. Yeah. In any problem, whether you're the the majority of the problem or not. Yeah. And I've I've learned to do this in life too, is to look back at things that I did that could have contributed. You know, that's just getting yeah. older, right? You realize to kind of look at things. Uh, from that perspective, but you're holding up oh, his yeah. life and you're holding your life up. So the best thing for you is to be on your own, figure your shit out, maybe meet your guy. But where I take from that is there is always somebody that wants your person and will do the things you aren't doing Amen. in the world, right? Amen. Like there's always a dude that wants your wife or a wife that wants your dude. Always. There's somebody out there that wants you and will do the things you won't do. So you got to think about that, right? Like when you're doing, when you're thinking about your spouse is like, if I'm going to be a fat slob, not do anything, not care about anything, not want to satisfy my wife, somebody wants to satisfy your wife. Yeah. And then somebody also wants to satisfy your husband. So it's a real deal thing. Somebody will step into your shoes in a fucking heartbeat. It is not hard to get laid. You can find people. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And I promise you, your husband doesn't want your fucking sympathy. No, he doesn't. He no. doesn't want you to feel sorry for him. He wants, it, yes, that is, uh, that yeah. rips his dick right off. 
he wants not big he won't use it anyways yeah so. like he doesn't so don't Jesus sit here Christ. and think that you're being this fucking saint for staying with him and and feeling sorry for him you're 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 not doing him any service doing and, that. and neither one of these guys are going to want you here soon no. the other guy clearly no. doesn't want you anymore he's seen the error in his ways yeah. and now you're going to uh isolate your husband who's going to see the light eventually or find it out someday. And that yeah. poor schmuck's either going to blow his brains out or uh, leave you. Or maybe the other guy does want you still, but here's the thing. Um, how can he trust you? Yeah. So true. Can throw that one out there. So. All right. So this is another, I want to ask this one. So we get to it. Uh, the other day, my husband asked me to check to see if a friend had called uh, as he left his phone at home. Uh, so it's not like he said, hey, honey, check my phone and see if old dude called. Mm -hmm. uh, check saw he had a block number in his block contacts. I found this strange. He has oh, had some, he has had some weird so phone bad. behavior <laughs> in the past, like locking his phone, uh, getting messages and claiming he has no idea who they are, etc. Well, this time I called the number and a woman answered. I then messaged her and she stated that she did not know my husband. What are you wearing? <laughs> my my husband claims he doesn't know this person either or their number. Oh my god. My question is how does a number get into block contacts without you entering it? I don't think spam numbers can just show up. Yes they can. At this point I don't know whether I'm being lied to by both my husband and this person. Oh. It is really strange. Does anyone know how this could happen yeah. without them knowing each other? Time yeah, out. That's... If they're fucking that number's not blocked. It's not blocked. Yeah. So don't worry about it. What? No. Oh, sweetheart. Like, it, no. <laughs> like, people can use those, like, masking things where, yeah. it, like, it, it pumps out a fake number. And because I, I probably have, I don't even, I haven't ever looked at the list, but I, I, can look I have a million blocked numbers and blocked emails for sure because of bullshit that comes through. I mean. I don't know. Look at my phone. See if I have, do I have I any blocked people? It would be. It would be shit like spam stuff. Probably. I don't know if I have anybody blocked or not. I don't know how to. I'm becoming less. The oh, more yeah. she knows about technology, the less I know. I can't do shit anymore, Phil. <laughs> she had to help me today find my downloads on my fucking laptop. I'm becoming that old geezer that types like this. He's 100 years old. Fucking terrible. So do I have yeah. anybody blocked? I don't know. <clears throat> I have a lot, but it's all like capital people and. You yeah. know, Medicare. Hey, by the way, the people are uh, are demanding that Phil drink here, so we got Joe. So Adonis. I've been reminded that I'm driving home, so <laughs> that's not happening. Gently yeah. reminded. No, in a nice way, like in a, in a very loving way. <laughs> yeah. All right. I so here, got a text right after that. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> All right. So first, let me tell you this thing about the the phone thing, right? About the block numbers. Wow. Yeah, you got Lee. a whole list of them. Lee, like I do. really? That's awesome. <laughs> like you call it a sandwich i'm in like i love sandwiches. shit nice i got a shit ton of block numbers remember there's always a whore and a better sandwich on every street corner. yeah lee lee is a champion uh, from alabama from... son oh, okay. i love that dude uh so here we go so here's the deal about the phones mm. they'll fucking ruin your relationship yes. yeah if you can't you almost have to pick your phone or your spot like that like it's just these devices mm -hmm. and some people will dig in so far that uh they'll literally flush a relationship down the toilet over the phone because if it's that big of an issue though for your spouse or your wife 
marriage and a good relationship is about meeting, right? Like in finding common ground and, and shit. Like if it's really the thing for your wife, like I can't stand the fact that I can't look through your phone. It's killing me. Please, for the love of God. And you say, no, you're not. Then you're, you're choosing to dig in on that. <clears throat> um, but it is the killer dude more relationships are ended with social media and phones now than anything else it's that's how everything is uncovered people think they're slick you're always going to get found out sons if you're if you're hiding some shit it's always going to come out eventually and probably at the worst possible time when you think shit is good she's going to get in that phone and find that big furry pussy in your pictures (laughs) That you were thinking, oh shit! I thought I deleted that. Let me, and let's he talk did. about the furry part. Yeah. Okay, what? <laughs> Why did you have to go there? Yeah. Fur burgers. I mean, but <clears throat> I've been told to start water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's let's. I think com- there is a water let, in there. Yeah, I'll take the water. So let, let's is talk. I, I I wisdom is good. So <clears throat> let's talk about the phones. We got we got to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, let's do it. Um. You see if there's water in there, babe. Man, there's a lot to this. Uh, if if before I strike you, <laughs> I'm just gonna put it this way: if you're grown, no, there's not. I'll go get you one. Now. No, you can wait a minute. I'm fine. No, go ahead yeah. and go grab it. You're the best, babe. Will so, you grab me one more beer if, too? There. If you're grown, a uh, Bud Light. And why am I talking in the microphone like you have headphones on? Make it a Bud Light. If you're grown, um, the phone shouldn't be the issue. And, and this is what I mean by that. So. My phone's not an issue because I don't delete shit. It's all on my phone. If my wife or anybody else want to look at my phone, they can look at my phone. And this is why. Um, I got nothing fucking to hide. I'm too old for that shit. Well, that's why Lee's a winner right there, sons. Right there. Fucking winner. Yeah, no, I'm fine with the, I'm fine <laughs> a little with the fur. fur on the burger, I'm fine son. with the fur, but here, here's the thing. Like, the phone thing really fucks me up, though, because I think... The two of us answering that question is actually not fair. Yeah. And this is why. Yeah. We're not that generation. Yeah. yeah we maybe. still have the Nokias. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. The, yeah. We still I sold have the those. Motorola's. I yeah, sold those. Yeah. Like, we Fucking still bricks, had, bro. We still had the uh, the sidekicks. Oh, like, yeah. Two-way so, pager, sons. I had a pager, goddamn. Yeah, I had a pager. Uncle Randy had a pager. My first job bro. gave me a pager, and Fucking, I thought I was badass. I wish pagers would come back. Yeah. The, the amount of stuff you can write in a pager. Oh yeah, I still remember. So I still was like calling people back, like Star sixty nine before it was like a sex thing. Bro, I used to put one four three to all the bitches, sons. <laughs> so all the bitches. I say that to say this: like, I'm the wrong generation to judge people with their phones, because once again, we talk about instant gratification, we talk about instant access. I didn't have to deal with that in my twenties, like people in their twenties now deal with that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that we got to stop blaming the fucking phones and we start blaming the people. Yeah. Like I'm I'm out. Like I know all the apps. I know all the things like I I probably don't even know all the apps. Like, no, you don't. And the kids stay ahead of us with apps. Like they're so far ahead of us. I'm still dealing with like in my, in my household, I'm dealing with an eight year old Thank you, baby. that watches kids playing video games on YouTube and it, and it goes in, it goes into a fucking porn site. Like, Weird shit. Like Dude, the ads, terrifying. the it's ads, terrifying. you click enough ads, it's over. So I say that to say, I'm giving you a little hope. Anybody that's 32 and younger for the fact that I'm not going to judge you for your phone, but I'm going to tell you that you're, 
you're more fixed on those apps and some of the access you get with those apps than we were. And at the end of the day, you know, I have friends that they open their phone and go, good, take a look, have fun. Sure. Like, I'm the same way. Like, look at my phone. I give a shit. Honestly, it probably scare you. Well, it's really. You want to pay <laughs> my bills? Good. Fucking pay my bills. No, that's <laughs> so fucking true. But yeah. the, Or some of the conversations with Adonis, like people would probably shit their pants if they saw the text messages. No, she's used no, to. Randall's phone gives me anxiety because he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, look at whatever text thread. And I'll the first thing I notice, I'll open his like text <laughs> app and I'm like it's like I got to scroll to get to the same one he was telling me and it's the yeah. same day. Yeah. I'm like, this is, this makes me so anxious. Like what? Like no wonder you're on your fucking phone constantly. Cause I still, I mean like I fully trust him with everything, but sometimes I'm like, can you not look at your phone for one fucking second? Oh, yeah. We're tied to him. I have to take my watch. So my, what made it worse for me is my watch. So I haven't worn it the last couple of days, my Apple watch. Because I noticed that I've it got actually, something on the Apple Watch. It actually fucking affects me. So yeah. to be fair to the people I love, yeah. you didn't work. I haven't wore it lately because I will sit there all day and sit in there to do this. Yeah. Dude, let me tell and you I'm that like, thing. That thing is a problem during sexual intercourse. <laughs> and she has. I don't have one. She does though. And it's on I, all the time. I, I want to have that problem. And it fucks shit up for sure. And I've never brought this to your attention. This yeah. is a we great. We doing laps, bitch. Yeah. The damn, the damn Apple Watch is a real problem. No, but problem. it lets me, when my phone does ring, instead of having to, like, tell it to, like, shut up, I can just. <laughs> yeah, but that that's a distraction. If, if, if we're doing naughty things and you've got to, like, do a, a, a reverse back bend to, to hit stop on the, the thing and it's blinding me all of a sudden and terrifying me. Good. I'm gonna be honest. I just I, thought I have that. high blood pressure, so like it it would work well for me. Because like I, then I'll know when I yeah. hit my peak. It's like exercising. Like I'm at one ten heartbeat. I'm good. Let's run. Like yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I don't know if I told. So did I tell you he ha, he he had a, like a was it a panic attack? They ruled that out. What you had recently? Because I've had Man, one. That sounds like a fucking pussy. No, um, I've had one. No. I thought I was. I went. She took me to the hospital a couple years ago. I thought I was having a heart attack. So it wasn't a panic attack. Mine was a panic attack, yeah. I believe. Well, no, here's the thing. Look, and I, I, I feel you. Um, mine was completely stress induced. Well, that's yeah. what yours was. Yeah, probably. But I have mm. my blood pressure is weird. So I have great blood pressure until I spike, and I spike because my mental capacity goes fucking sure, through the roof, sure. right? Yeah. So totally. it's like me. I went through. I had a kid. Literally had a newborn. Juggling shit at home. Juggling work. You yeah. know, the stuff we went through at yeah. work lately, like, and juggling some emotions. And I think oh, it congratulations, just. Congratulations, by the way, on your newborn. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a doll. He's oh. amazing. Um, Ethan Wyatt is the man. So. Wyatt? Ethan Wyatt. Gunner's middle name is Wyatt. Yeah, really? Yeah, I did not name. know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a, so Gunner my, Wyatt. one of my favorite movies is Tombstone. So. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I was, I was given a lot of shit. I would kill you if it's not on your top So five. here's the thing. So I, I'm just, I'm going to. This is the only dirty laundry I'm going to give. So <laughs> the the name that was chosen was Ethan Oak Patterson. I was like, we're not fucking tree huggers. This is bullshit. Where'd, so where'd that come from? I I don't even want to know. Oak is, I mean, that, I something like solid to that. Yeah, I've never heard great, of that. Like, but I don't like it. So no? Ethan, but then I was like, there I you want go. Wyatt. Wyatt's a great name. Yeah. Like yeah. I want the stash. Well, I like it, but it doesn't matter if you don't yeah. like it. No, I just, I mean, it was, no, yeah. it was just kind of weird. Cause I was like, Ethan Oak, like. 
wait, what? <laughs> like, I was tri- I was tripping out. So I was like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. So yeah. I got to be honest, though, as a dad, I'm filling out the birth certificate and, you know, the certification and all yeah. that stuff. And I'm like, I got to put Oak. That's what she wanted. I'm like, fuck it, Wyatt. There you go. So, oh, yeah. so you did that without her? Yeah, that's, I mean, she, she got over it, right but there. it was, yeah, Wyatt. No, but Wyatt's a solid name. It is. It, yeah. Yeah. That was his mom's maiden name. So that's why it's Gunner's middle name. Oh, but it's that. also just an awesome name. It is an awesome name. Yeah. And Wyatt Earp is the name. So. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. The, one so, of the bigger champions of all time. Did you go to the hospital for the heart thing like that? So I drove to work like normal, and I was like get in the car and you know in this in the Escalade and like driving home, and I was like, all right, I got this. I'm going to work, and it got worse. My chest pain was so bad, yeah. like I was doubled over. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I probably need to go in. So I went in, and the good part is, is I I had been like delaying blood work and all the other shit because uh-huh. I don't like doctors. Uh-huh. And found out. I told loves them. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have a perfect liver, yeah. perfect kidney, oh, like farted. perfect Sorry. all the things, right? But holy god! <laughs> god damn, damn. But like it Whoa. was, it was, uh, it was all stress, man. Stress will do it to you. Oh yeah, it made me feel like a real bitch. So when she took me, because <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, baby, you're going to take me to the emergency room. Like I, I'm, I'm concerned. And it was, it was yeah, that's what I'm saying. A couple of years ago, two yeah. or three, um, her and Gunner both went, yes. and I was like, huh. "You got to fucking take me. I'm I'm dying." <laughs> and she took me in, and they it's did a real deal they, though. They did the the blood work and check my tra- check my troponin, did the EKG, mm-hmm. and basically the doctor came in and was like, "You're being a bitch. You're fine." Yeah, you know and, what? And I was like, "Dude, thank you." And then I felt bad. Like it's it's so mentally. Yeah. But when it's happening, it's the realest shit in the world. Like I've been, like I know mine. I thought I was dying. It was yeah, cause, and he's very like in tune with everything that's fucking going on in his body. I'm the opposite. I'm like I don't know what it is, no idea. And he's like, go to a doctor. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm the same way. Mine, <laughs> I'm mine, like, I'll just it'll I'll check it in my physical in six months. So I will, it's fine. <laughs> I will tell you, stress for me in, encompasses a couple things. So stress for me is relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I, relationships, especially the close ones. I, I talked to Adonis. We were at lunch today, and I told him like my whole view on relationships. So I have two circles. I have a a, a vast circle that I invite everybody into. Sure, and I'm really kind to. And I give chances, sometimes multiple, and I do really well in that circle. And then I have this like, like fucking like circle of four or five (laughs) and like you could kill somebody and you're still in my circle. For sure. So, and there's very few people in that circle. So I think this circle, the, the big one, there was somebody in the small circle that really fucked me over and it, it was really hard for me. And so Mm -hmm. I think I just, I was overwhelmed and I'm not talking like a week of fucking over, but like years of fucking be over and i think it just caught up with me some things were said and Mm. i just you know i'm an emotional man i'm good with that yeah i get a little emotional it's yeah especially women doesn't make you any less of a man no like i i just felt i felt something and it it hurt so bad that i think i just i I did that thing no i think yours was right after we moved here because it wasn't covid yet no Mm. no it was it had to be 2019 yeah and i I sat here most of the day like feeling the symptoms yeah. like i waited oh, wow. i waited all day like and i was miserable and you when i don't were, feel well i don't yeah. talk to anyone like i'll just kind of go like a dog go crawl off in the woods and and die or, no, you laid up in bed with the fucking blood pressure machine attached to you all yeah. goddamn day yeah. 
That and will I'm, make you even worse. Yes. By the way. You're, you're right. You can actually you're, take your blood pressure so you're much right. that it makes your arm <laughs> hurt. Throwing it at I, yeah, you're right. I did this and dropped it. <laughs> mine started at like 2 a.m., like where I was dead asleep and I woke up with chest pains. Mm-hmm. And I'm the least prone to have a heart attack yeah. because I don't have a bad heart. But my stroke levels are like well, and his, yeah, his it was your family history too of like just weird shit that you yeah. were like yeah. There's a lot of heart on my mom's yeah. side. Like all my uh, yeah. like my uncles died at forty something of heart attacks, yeah. and my oh, grandpa. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so it's a mental thing. It's all that. I mean, my heart's good too. Like you know, everything's good. Fucking well, as unbelievable. Soon as, as soon as they told you what it was, I mean, you've all watched. I've drank probably half a liter of Fireball tonight. I'm not even drunk, sons. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take another shot. Where's my so shot? Here's my thing. Here's I don't this. do fire whiskey. I love you, but well, no, you're the one that recommended that really good shit uh, that we had the well, night of poker that I bought. That I take care of my friends on the mountain, or remember we drank in at Stouter. Fire on yeah. the mountain. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. It's made here in. Uh, Is Greenland. that the stuff that Drake loved? Yes. Drake got his eyes were closed. So I gotta give your credit where credit's due. Um, I love New York Pizza and Jasper's. Who the bartender there? She told me about it. It's mm-hmm. a dive bar, and she's like, "You like Fireball?" I was like, "Not really." I was like, "But my buddy does." And she's like, "I got something for you." So, it wasn't because like there's it's smoother. There, there's well, I, I don't like liquor. Period. Honestly, and like I like a. a Levad sod, like I'll do a vodka tonic, but like I just I just like beer. But fireball, I can do. That other stuff was really good though. I remember we because like because there's other what is it? There's Jack Daniels. Is it Jack Fire? Jack Fire. And then there's another one. Jack Honey. There's well, there's another like fireball imitation one that's like some. Well, back in the day, that's the Sinonator. The incinerator, but, all, but the Jack Fire and all that—they taste too much like whiskey. Like yeah, real- well, back the, the, the one that he was... recommended is way smoother than any oh, of them, yeah. but it's more alcohol. Yours so I, is stronger. I grew up on aftershock. Oh, we all did. Oh, yeah. God. So eat yeah. the crystals at and the bottom. And people fight. Yes. So I grew. You like grew up around. Mouthwash. You, grew, you grew up around an African. We'll call it an African American community to be socially <laughs> polite. I grew up around a bunch of Chicanos. So California full of Mexicans, right? My real laws oh, Mexican. Yeah. I love them. So when we go to parties or when I show up at a party, I'm not a water polo player, <laughs> you know, like don't drink very much. There's nothing whiter than that. Water say, polo. Did you just say you played water polo? <laughs> you know how many people I tell that in what? the South and they go, did you ride horses and pools, boy? Uh, like they don't I don't even know what water polo is. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Wow. Like, Do you ride a horse in a pool? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. To play water polo, here are the requirements. You have to be tall, Caucasian. skinny, <laughs> and white. Yeah. Like anyway. All of them are like swimmer build, skinny or tall white guys. And they throw a ball really hard at so a basketball no hoop horse. in the pool. <laughs> Not a basketball hoop. It's more like a soccer goal. Or but whatever. But they that. throw a ball at a, a goal so it, in oh, the wait, pool. Wait, wait, wait. Is it like rugby in the pool? Yeah, but you have to tread water for 90 minutes. Fuck I mean, that. Never hit the bottom. There's no horse in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's horses. <laughs> They're grown ass men. Somewhere. Okay. Just, I mean, I just I'm not a horse, clear. but I'm close. Like, I literally, every time someone has said water polo in my life, like I've thought it's, it's been in like those movies, like where it's like a, a made up, like they never actually show it. It's just this made up thing, but I'm, I'm with, it is. A no, I know. Shit. Trust me. Like what makes it worse is I think my mom saved my speedo with my number on it. For like oh, forever. God, that's awesome. Yeah. We need to bring those to the next plumber now. I know. Times. I don't think she has them anymore, but oh, like it was a big okay. deal for a while. I was, I was damn good, son. 
All right, let me get this question out. Keep I want to get this out. Well, I also played baseball. Let's just now nah, water polo only. It's a damn good shortstop and pitcher. Know. Too late. Too yeah, late. I said water polo. No, but to, to Phil's credit, balls to wear speed. Hey, belt. Phil can play football. I told her about you know when we did uh, our flag football day oh, that me and you were battling it out until both of our shoulders blew out. I was. I, I was saw hurt. the pictures. Yeah, but I, you didn't see yeah, Phil. But... So when we were playing him in the championship game, no, and we were up. He he threw a Hail Mary at the end of the game. It was a long one. And I watched his shoulder come out of socket. <laughs> yeah. And then he called the game. I did. Like I would have done the yep. exact same thing. And I was mad like, about it. He chunked it. And it was a good 50-yard throw. I mean, at our age, that's Here's a deep problem, throw. Though. But his shoulder came so far out of socket. <laughs> and it flailed forward. And I hurt. And I was playing like deep safety. And I saw him chuck it. I was like. He just tore everything. In Here, here's the problem with that, though. What, what nobody wants to talk about, what she won MVP. When Tara's on your ass every freaking play, like Tara was grinding. She's a youngster, huh? She, the she, pressure was insane. She's one married to Clay from Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she must have no, all, and, all the ligaments no, in her knees. But I, I randomly, I mean, you know, when we picked teams, they were randomly picked, and she oh, was on my team. Uh, you, I know you helped me do yeah, it. He I told literally. You. He gave, he gave me the list of names. He was like, you don't know any of these people. Thank you. Now you're knowing how fair it was. He, no, I told you. She's a badass. You're in yeah. trouble. Like, we're in trouble. But, like, he wasn't, like, stacking the teams at all because he was like, I know these people or most of them. So he was like, hey, here's the list of names. I need four teams or whatever. He was like, put me the people, and, put these names on a team. Can't be on the same team. Correct. Yeah, and that was it. That was the only rule. And I so I just randomly put people but on who, teams. But who knew? Who knew that Tara? I mean, no, she's a badass. Because she told me she like rushed what, the she, entire game. And when we started, she was like, "I don't know what to do. What is this game?" Right. And I was like, "It's like the guy that you play poker with." The first. Did time. you see the last touchdown I threw her? I threw it as hard as I've ever thrown a ball at a grown man, and I'm she done. caught it in I'm stride with Lindsey Coverner, who is also a Very good athletic. athlete. Yeah, we saw a picture of Lindsey today, like old basketball picture. Dude, Lindsey can throw down. She's an athlete. Yeah. She she'll be she'll be another one that be fun. You you met Lindsay, right? I met Lindsay and Tara. So yeah. she is a very uh, I've noticed what I've seen the most from her at the office is she brushes her teeth a hundred times a day. She brushes her teeth all the time at the office. Wow, I've caught we just got, walking we got around. Two of them then, because Erica's. She's got a, like Brooke's got a thing because she's got some teeth that are not perfectly straight. Where she's got a thing got, about it. I got crooked ass teeth. Is really, Bubba. Don't don't start. You can't handle no, this. I, I, uh, I, I no, she broke. That. She she literally has a thing about it. But uh, I like to keep floss when I. Yeah, do. but it's just <laughs> funny to see that Phil threw that ball and then was like, "It hurt." That's a ball game. All right, <laughs> yeah, yep. done. Yeah, we're good. Hey, yeah. this is great. This well, was also great. felt for Charles because you know he was the old man too, and I was like, "Now me and him are done." Dude, we're and you were sending Charles deep. That poor bastard ran more than anybody the whole day. Good, like it's impressive how much he ran. Yeah, he still move. He's still quick. There's still that part of me that's super competitive and doesn't understand that I'm old. Well, that's both of us. Me and you both showed up, all decked out, ready to play football. We both limped off and weren't the same ever again. My husband told me he was going to go play flag football, (laughs) and I was like, "I'm sorry, you're about to be 45 this year, sir. Are you playing? (laughs) I know a game of flag. How, How bad was I injured? Tell him." Oh, this motherfucker <laughs> he couldn't get out of bed the next day like he literally had to do like the like when the, you know like when your wife was nine months pregnant and you gotta do like that you gotta rock to get out of bed, roll out of bed. Uh, or roll ball. 
Yeah, it's like you gotta like huh? oh you God. need the momentum to get out of bed. That's what he was doing. That's awesome. For like two days. Yeah. Well and then I, he would be like, meant, like all of us were like grunting. Yeah. I wore sweats for two it straight was hilarious. days. Like I could not Look get at Adonis right there. I know. Right. Let's but... do it again. Bro, that guy hurt one of the most. Well, well here's the deal. All right. I've already won that championship, so if y'all want to battle it out for another one. I'm not going to. I don't want to hurt anymore. My feet hurt so bad. Like everything hurt and I couldn't move, but my well, feet then, were destroyed. Uh, start one, with basketball, game, son. one game would be like that's one thing. But y'all had to we play like three. Fire. Right. Y'all but were, y'all had to play like three games. We were on fire the first game. Right. Like, yeah, Phil yeah. blew his load in game <laughs> one. They scored like 78 points and he Story was on fire life. and yes. then he was yeah. done. No, it's yeah. all, blew it's all, it. It's all fun in games <laughs> until, you, until you got to finish the tournament. That's right. I needed to be more <laughs> consistent in order not to blow my load the first well, game. Well, see, we were smart. We played back to back. You had a break. That's what killed you is you fired it up. Yeah. scored 78 and then had to sit for an Here, hour yeah and here's the other thing and i'm going to say this because john's on here so you know how deflating it is for john little to be standing there at the fence watching you just just <laughs> fuck it up like be like hey i showed up for the third game why aren't you doing anything like, <sighs> like, oh man oh was, all right next question yeah uh, five v five basketball no bro no, no. Sorry. You don't want this. <laughs> I'll referee that shit. I've got a ref jersey and everything. Like Frank. Is it Frank? Frank, our guy. How? How? God, I call him Frank. Dude, the wrong so, two guys. So Brian Choate yeah. and Christy were there, and they were like, hey, did you hire him? I was like, no, he works for us. He's like, he looks legit, dude. <laughs> like, they thought we hired him. Oh, yeah. Ump, dude, like our ref. That guy was throwing flags <laughs> like on a college Off referee. Sides. I'm not going to tell you again. Yeah, and he was just making up down and distance, too. He'd yeah. be like, you know what? This one's 25 yards. Tell Off me about sides. it. Why do you think I was throwing so deep all the time? Awesome. Yeah. The Choats thought he was like a CYFA, like GHSA Swear certified to God, ref. He looked like that. And then my dad, my dad being my dad, is wearing the full get up. Chilling at the 50, son. Sitting at the camp chair, chilling. Yeah. Lounging. Going. Yeah. Watching the clock. Yep. Yep. Well, you gotta have one because even at the CYFA games, they got the ones that are in there working oh, yeah. the scoreboard, <laughs> and they just look like they're doing nothing because it's like they just hit one button every ten minutes, yep. and then it's like, and then still, when somebody scores, you gotta be like, hey, seven points for the seven hundred percent home. My issue like, is we didn't have music. That was a big issue. Yeah, for we could have had music. We could have had theme music. Yeah. Shout out to Brian Choate though. God, that food was so good. Such I good love Choate. They are good. Oh, Adonis at half court. Yeah, all you're, right. you're screwed. You played. All right, court. so let's get, all right. This is gonna be the last question. We'll wrap on this. We've, we've went we've went long. Yeah. All right. I tried I to shower, but I'm I, drinking water. I tried to get over the, the whole record. the whole gawking at TikTok girls and saving it porn etc. for my own piece. So my husband deleted TikTok, but still gets on it. What? He told me he deleted it mainly because he looks at other women and he feels it's so wrong. He didn't delete it. No, he says he did delete he deleted it. deleted it, but he still gets yeah. on it. But he said he did it because he, looking at other women, and he feels it's wrong. He has it after a week or so of not getting on it. I snooped through it and found he commented on a woman's video telling her to keep bouncing her tits. <laughs> he knows my line is interacting and paying for stuff. What the fuck do I do? I'm so numb to this whole thing anymore. Our sex life is healthy and frequent. When porn is brought up, of course, he says there's nothing wrong with me, and he's satisfied. Weird thing is, I think I believe him. I just don't know why he does it. Hmm. That's really our last question. Please say it's not. I mean, there's more, but I was just saying I, we could we wrap on We might need one more. 
Um, All right, we could. I'll dig. You guys to answer that one, and then I'll dig for the the official last. If he deleted it, then how's he on it? <laughs> that's, that's, he didn't delete it, honey. He he's he deleted it and showed you that he deleted it, and then he added it right back. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse this. I don't think it's her. I think he needs to be honest about the fact that he might be satisfied with her, but he just likes all things. Like he needs to just tell her the truth and say, "Hey, listen." Like, he wants to expand the portfolio. Yeah, of just like what gets him there. Well, I guess. I've seen healthy relationships, and I'm going to say this. Like, I mean, there's you, plenty of relationships that like look at porn together. Yes, I'm not going to. I'm, oh, I'm not sure. trying to ruffle feathers, for but sure. here's the thing. Like, well, maybe I am. Fucking <laughs> so. I had an instance where I was with some some people, and the gentleman said, "Hey." Look at that ass. That looks just like you from the back <laughs> because now that she can't see herself from the back and they both laugh and it was really cordial. And the fact that they, that's what they do. And then if there explained. was somebody with a super hot ass and that's, and he said that I'd be like, hell yeah, it does. Yeah. And, I, and I'm okay <laughs> with the fact that if, if you're looking at that and thinking about me. Yes. And if the, if, yeah. I'm also good with my woman looking at me going, man, her tits are on fire <laughs> or, or man, like, you know, because I've been around a little bit now to where it's like, man, that guy is like, damn. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. He, fuck, damn. Like, that's good. So I think if you're both cordial about it, I'm yeah. good. I think this is, um, but the trying again, to hide it, this whole app thing just, just drives me yeah. fucking nuts. That's, if you can be open with each other about it, that's one thing. But yeah, when you're trying to like hide it and yeah. look at shit behind her back that's where it gets fucked that's what that's where you're being deceitful and, and nobody's safe because my like my ig is full of homes i love interior design i love cabins mm -hmm. i love fireplaces i love bedrooms i love baths oh i'll go down the goddamn rabbit hole yeah on and, some interior shit and i'm like my house i can't ever do this to my house and every <laughs> like every seven of those posts have some random chicken or like a dude so you just kind of go with it like a but, stock photo yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> but some of these are like you know they're euro and they're they're all into it so <laughs> yeah i just i think you have to just be honest with your spouse and be like this is where we're at yeah well so listen again what the human we, body's beautiful what so. we do isn't i'm not going to say it's right for everybody because everybody's relationship is different but, 100%. you know there is absolutely nothing like and most people know that right, my the uncle randy facebook page used to be her page i took it over i never had facebook till before we met and i just took it over because uncle randy was born and that kind of happened but there's well, a it was a joint one at first. yeah but there's absolutely nothing and people yeah. give a shit about that but and we've been adamant about it i mean you can consider my facebook a joint facebook because there is nothing you are not going to send me anything and i've made it i made it clear with my male friends like don't put me in a place to lie to your spouse because mm -hmm. that's fucked up for me. Like, don't do that. Don't put me in a position where you're going to fuck me in my relationship. Like, <laughs> dude, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to be part of it. I don't want anything. Don't, don't involve me past that. And that's where these apps are killing people is because there's so much little, it's the little paper cuts. It's mm -hmm. called, it's killing your relationship death by paper cuts with this little, because this is pretty harmless, right? You're looking at TikToks and you say, bounce your tits. Like, oh, cool, whatever. But after a thousand times, you know, the is wife's going to bleed out. Is that your role with apps and phone or is that your role in general? 
Oh, about uh, don't involve me in lies. Like that's my like general. I tell all my friends yeah. that like don't don't make me have to lie on your behalf because for one, I'm. Well, you shouldn't have to lie anyway. Yes, I don't. Anyways. I don't like that. Um, but they can. But they can come to you and tell you things. Of course they can. Okay. Like and, they have to know that. I'm gonna and very possible, like, like if you tell <laughs> yeah, me anything, talks a real deal. Yeah, but, but my friends know how close we are. That what they tell me that most of them will just say it in front of her, well, that's and it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like they know she's not going to go to their wives. Like correct, she's like telling me it's the same. It's the same thing. But and that's healthy. By the way, just don't put me where I've got to lie, and don't ever put her where she's because she's the worst liar on planet Earth. <laughs> She's so I'm good at it. I've got like my dad's DNA. I can lie and be good, which is scary, right? Because I can do it. I don't. I don't like that. that that's a a good trait. It's the salesman-y type thing. Right. Um. She can't. She's the worst I've ever seen. On planet. She cannot lie. It is my atrocious sister, when she even tries. It's fucking wasteful. Here's the thing about that though. What I I I say like, I even I experience this with other people right now, where somebody will say, hey. Do you really want me to say this for, in front of them? Yeah, fuck it. Say yeah, it. Sure. Just say it. If you got to say it, say it. Yeah. Like, just let's get By this the way, look with. at that champion here, babe. Oh. Yes. So we're going to have her on soon. That's the, uh, she's our awesome concession lady at CYFA at, uh, at Veterans. She runs the concession stand, That's makes awesome. the best concession food on planet Earth. She was also on Hee Haw. For years, she was an Atlanta Falcons cheerleader. I mean, she's and she's still beautiful, awesome. but yes. man, back in the day, smoke show. That's awesome. Dear God, Hee-haw. bro. Guess what else? She dated Elvis. Bro, she's coming on Married AF soon. We're gonna sit her down. She's her life. I can't wait to dissect it. She's so interesting. She's I love so the great. New generations that now through the new Elvis movie is now starting to learn about Elvis. Bro, young people love Elvis. Our niece. Um, I yeah. mean, no, but Jojo loved Elvis. So, like, I used to live in Memphis, I mean, and my Elvis. so my brother-in-law is born and raised in Mem- in Memphis, and that him and my sister met when we lived there, and so my nieces have grown up just loving Elvis, and they're yeah. in their twenties now, and they always have. So when that movie came out, they were already fully bought in and like the first ones to go see it. But yes, you're right. There's a whole new generation that are like, this motherfucker's been around. Yeah. Again. Like I'm sorry, where were you? 100%. <laughs> where the and, fuck were you? And Butler, Jesus, dude, Christ. he killed it. He literally, Jesus Christ, he he couldn't get rid of the Elvis voice. Apparently, man, like, crush Wednesday, bro. Yeah, no, he like, is dime piece good central. Looking, good looking dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Randall will be there on Saturday. Director he's on he's director on duty, so he'll be doing duty. <laughs> So, so, so back to Diana. So her son plays for the Bruins, Colt, Colt. one of our champions, yeah. dude. Colt's awesome. He's yeah. a stud. Um, but her chicken salad at a con- is beyond a. Uh, oh, it's not concession so stand level. Like it's fucking restaurant level. Yeah. She makes her shit like so good. You would be very proud of. Like you could come. You need to eat some of her shit. You've been to you've been to Bruins games, but her Multiple. food is the best concession food and on. I'm Earth. not. I'm, I'm not snobby. Like, I'm snobby about chicken salad. Well, yeah, bro. maybe. I didn't grow up on it, so I probably. Bro, I'm yeah. snobby about it. Her shit is legit. I'm oh, snobby on mac and in cheese. The summer. So, like so in good. the in in those games when like. It's hot. Anything cold. Very yeah, cold. like so those games were like we'd be there from like five o'clock until like ten o'clock. He'd yeah. be there from like three o'clock yeah. until ten o'clock. 
like and you're melting out there like i don't want to eat like because normally concession food stand like Huh. concession stand food for me is nachos and i'm like i'm not eating fucking nachos in a hundred degree weather and when she put the chicken salad on there i was like yes and it was actually so good I was like and and it's like you, you order a sandwich and you see her bust out the bowl like she made it at home oh, yeah. and fine. brought it yeah. and like makes the sandwich right there i'm like ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. that's a differentiator so, i tell anyone in food man be different like do that, like pull out your Tupperware and let me see that shit was yeah. made at home. Yeah, yeah, but basic is good too. Oh, so important. Learning how to do yes. heart love. It's basic an art. Food. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> People yeah. steer away from basic and there's, Bro, no, dude, yeah. basic is glorious. Fucking there, amazing. Can we talk about, before you ask the last question, let's yes. talk about Taco Bell. Taco, Taco what? Bell. Taco Bell. I'm hit and miss with Taco. It, it, it varies every time. I can, It can be the worst shit on earth to the best shit on earth. So I'm sitting at J. Michael Primes tonight having dinner. and I told just, Brooke, by the way, how much you love that place. Yeah, yeah I clearly. Might, I might have stock there. So, like, <laughs> sitting there, having a drink, having dinner. Kind That's of the prepared, one down there on Hickory Flat. Kind of feeling super nervous about this experience with you. Because we haven't done one yet. So I was like, you know, I just gotta, I gotta get some. Is sure. this room much smaller than you thought it was? <laughs> Everybody says that. They're like, have, I thought this room no, was way bigger. No, okay. Like, I haven't thought okay. about the room. I've more thought about the fact that I'm on camera. Everybody's um, like, I thought this room was so much bigger. I'm dude, like, by the way, you've yeah. done excellent. I appreciate it. Way better than I, honestly, than I expected. I thought you, dude, you killed it. You're fucking oh, natural, bro. You get to eat free on Saturday. Yeah, nice. Go. So, we, I'm at Jay Michaels, and two of my really good friends, Michael and Sarah, come in and randomly give them a hug. They sit next to me, and we just start talking about like food. Because mm-hmm. they know I'm a foodie. <laughs> and like, let's be real honest. Mac and cheese, it's a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't fuck with mac and One cheese. One of my favorites. So we start going through all that mac and cheese. We go through like salads and soups and all this stuff. And then I'm like, what about Taco Bell? <laughs> so Michael, not a Taco Bell guy. Okay. Because he says. What, he's never been out at two in the morning and needed a fucking snack? Or no. What? So here's his issue with Taco Bell. Bean burrito didn't hit the. No. spot at two in the morning it's oh. not that he doesn't hit the spot it's the fact that he knows oh yay <laughs> that he's gonna get laid <laughs> so oh I, I mean he lets the lady eat whatever she wants okay. and he doesn't eat because he's like man if i eat this i'm gonna have fire ass and oh like, i, I, get I guess laid. you gotta know your body yeah. i mean i can eat taco bell and i'm fine yeah, it, doesn't do that. it doesn't hurt <laughs> yeah. me either but like yeah. steak quesadilla cheese and chips like Every after I'm every Bruins game, we got Taco Bell because there's one right there. Bro, let me tell you straight up. The best thing Taco Bell ever did, there's two items. The bean burrito <laughs> and the fucking pintos and cheese. Suck me. Everything. Dude, so Suck basic. <laughs> so basic and you. so good. Doritos Locos Taco with chicken. That's my third. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The first word. Classic. The nacho Doritos Locos. I mean, yeah, with chicken. With that's, chicken. All right. that's what I get in a bean burrito. I'm Boom. All in. Fucking done. Last question. Give me a good one. All right. Well, well no, I this one, this one is actually. A good one. This one's going to be more for you. This is a boss man question. What? All right. So this is a lady. Uh, she said, My boss, who's 46, is constantly an asshole to me. I'm 30. Should I look for another job? So I know this is a basic question, but you're a boss man. Think about all the the complexities here, boss man. You deal with this. You got a lot of ladies that work work for Plumber now. I can't imagine. And this this is a 46-year-old guy. She's 30. She thinks her boss is an asshole to her all the time. Should she find another job? Or should she maybe talk to her boss and figure out, you know, what are you doing wrong? 
or what's you know what's going on? God, man, it's tough. That's a tough one. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> Mexican pizza is also awesome. Sometimes, sometimes uh-huh. they're shit. I so I grew up with bosses like that. I'll just put that out there. Yeah. So the reason I am the boss I am today is because I refuse to be the boss I worked for. So you're talking about bosses that were like shitty to women. <laughs> shitty to everybody. Okay. Sometimes I think that I've had bosses that are just shitty to women. They're just shit bags. Yeah. This is a hard one for me because I'm um I'm pro women big time. Oh, you office. absolutely you are. I could and, testify to that. You are I, definitely and, that. And one of my biggest issues with with this question for me is that with my women, and I don't say my, that makes sense. <laughs> fucking horrible. With with my with my ladies, with the ladies that work in our office that have <laughs> have accepted me as their boss, um, trusted me. Like a lot of these come from backgrounds where they don't trust men. Sure. So sure. I realize that I'm the one of the few men in their lives that they are going to be able to trust. So it's a big responsibility, but to ask, but this question, um, I'm going to be honest on one employee can't change a boss. It's a good, that's totally fair. Yeah, so, I would leave. Yeah. So I would say if it's, it's affecting you mentally, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, you need to be the one to go yeah, because yeah. there's nothing you can do to fix that and and if you want to try i will give you this advice have one conversation but do not have the conversation of you're an asshole and i want to know why (laughs) you have to you have to probably how i would approach it yeah like you almost have to come to it like a marriage or a really good relationship where you go listen i've been feeling this way absolutely and it's when you do these things and I'm just curious if there's something I can do that would change the way that you do this. Oh, that's so textbook. I can't even believe it. That's straight out of a psychology book. No, that's mm-hmm. that's professional. Love, man. That's, Dude, love. that's real deal. So that's part of like the whole like. Dan just hit the bell. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, ding, shit. he nailed it. Yay. And, and, and this, is what, this is his response. He's only going to have two. One is like. Why are you fucking in here? Please leave. Yeah. Okay. Or what do you mean? Walk me through an example. And then even when you give that example, you're going to be super damn careful. Um, and just say, well, the other day when this happened, this is how you responded. And this is how I felt. Um, just, just know that it's probably not going to go well. And then you're going to have to look to another job. But if you want to give me the, the option, just, it's all about the way you word it. Yeah. I mean, but also no job is worth hell no. making you feeling like shit all the time and making you feel like you're less than or whatever. What are you doing? Well, here's the other part of this too. So like, huh? <laughs> Hey, uh, Diana, if you can get to your email in like the next two minutes, post it here, I'll send you a link and you can, uh, Dial in real quick because we can ask you a couple of questions and set up our next episode. That's what my house sounds. Um, I think the other part of that is like you just you have to be super careful because I don't think anybody you said it. It's not worth it, but it's also I'm going to say this, and I'm a boss. Use him. Spend the next couple of weeks find another job and use yeah. his fucking money. 
Like, oh yeah, just them, find them. another job first. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Use them, and then maybe approach them and be like, just to maybe try and save somebody else's uh, mental health. Um, yeah, I've, I don't know, I've worked with some real fucking pieces of work. No, there's some, uh, and I was yeah. telling him when you were in the bathroom, like I've worked for bosses that are just shit bags to women. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing I, re- I really do like. Like, if you ever come and look at Plumber Now, you come into our, I mean, you saw it from the, the video. Very pro-woman. Phil empowers a lot of women. That's right. He definitely does that. Gives them opportunity. And he lets them run with shit. That's one thing about Phil as a boss. I can say, I don't care that he's here. He knows me better than that. Uh, he kind of lets you do what you're going to do. Make decisions mm-hmm. different than other bosses. But for women, uh, our work environment is very pro woman yeah it's gonna stay that way because at the end of the day <laughs> it's gonna stay that way. no it is yeah. and i and i make it very clear to our men we actually created boards in our office because your business is gonna thrive if you we, yeah and, and, and my uncle will tell <laughs> Just you letting like, you know we created boards um and i'm not saying that every business can do this because it and it's not always safe environment but i want i need um, boards for for our ladies, and then the men in this in our office are are s- supposed to put on sticky notes the things that they see about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am is the other one what they feel empowered to be. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's super mushy and emotional, but when you have a bunch of strong women and you have a bunch of dudes, making sure they understand that we respect them more than we look at them mm-hmm. is a big deal. And so, and what we do look at, we see. And we and we they're seen they're they're actually women that are seen for their abilities and their talents and not just for their bodies, and, and I, not just for like a check the box because that's where like a lot of corporations yeah. like it's like oh look at these women that are in oh, leadership yeah. positions there's look at seven this seven of them there's yeah and you know look there's a African American one too like they're all there's all a lesbian crazy. one and, checks but, the box. Right, but that's but they're only doing it for that reason. And hey, guess what? They're still getting paid less than the men in their exact same positions or lower. So not not over at our place. Not I'm saying like my ladies are Beyonce. They run the world. Oh yeah. Which is right. right, Look, you're only going to go up from there. Well, the thing is, the the difference between men and women, and mm -hmm. I'm just going to be honest, and I'm going to piss some people off. Women take fucking ownership. Mm Mm-hmm. So men struggle with ownership without showing their cock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Women don't worry about that. They don't want you to know how big it is. They just show you exactly what they're meant to be mm-hmm. by their abilities and their talents. Mm-hmm. So my women run my world mm-hmm. and I am the, I am the person that allows that to happen because it is my company. It is my business. It is mm-hmm. my payroll. At the end of the day though, yeah. the more I empower them, the better off I am because men are all about the dick show. They want to show each other their dicks, how big it is, how much they can do, how hard they can do it. And, and the women are like, "Hey, let's get our let's get the shit together here. We need to be organized, and everything mothers, needs to yes, yeah, like, yeah. It's not all about your fucking big dicks here. No, we got we all we got to because do, they yeah. raise children, and that's right. what they're doing in business. They're right. raising us. So we have this famous it's saying. So funny! It's such a good comparison. <laughs> it is because I always tell them like, we, like, okay, we're so proud of you. They're they're lovely. They're yes. lovely. We love them, but we also there's other things we got to do." Well, yeah. we we don't want to pay the bills. We don't want to mess with boy <laughs> problems. We mess with men problems. Yeah. And so my thing yeah. is, and my and my women know this, and then some of the that are really close to my life, they'll start talking about something, and whether it's petty or whatever, and I look at them, and I go, that sounds like a boy problem. <laughs> sounds like you're messing with a boy. You need mm-hmm. to mess with a man. Yeah. So my job is to be the man. 
and and to to exemplify what a man is. And so regardless of what they go home to, regardless of their former past, regardless of what they face from the person on the other side of the phone line, there is a man in that office that they can trust to know that's got their back. And so I'm all Beyonce, man. Well, and that's huge. I've had I have had male bosses like that, and it makes all the fucking difference. Oh, definitely all the fucking now difference. Is nothing Those are the only time. Yeah. When I've had bosses like that and I've had a lot of female bosses recently too, that are great also, but like the, in my past when I've had like a male boss oh, that I know fully had my back and fully supported me and like, it makes the, all the fucking difference no, and it, it makes you, and, and it makes you feel like you can actually do something and like, change things and yeah. maybe be successful and not just be a piece of shit. Like well, we, have, we empower our women for that too. Like we're in a situation right yeah. now where we're, we're branching some women off to start their own businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a big Amazing. deal to me. Because, Amazing. So what I hear from women and from some of our women, I hear it all the time. I've always wanted to do this, mm -hmm. but I've always had to do this for my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how many men that I know if we were all sitting in a circle with 15 men, mm -hmm. how many men would be completely transparent on us with the fact that their woman is the reason why they are stable. Oh, Finan financially. He would. I would. He would. <laughs> well, no, I know you would, but me and you are two different men yeah, sure, on that. Sure. But I know a bunch of men right now that if I said the only reason why you even have what you have is because your wife was really to dig deep sure to do the shit that you wouldn't even fucking do yeah. to get where you're currently sure. at. so we are a company that strives on putting people in the right seat in the right place but also in the fact that we're like you are bigger than we are mm -hmm. there are women that are in my office right now that are bigger than me oh, yeah. and so you have to figure out where to put them mm -hmm. to make sure you understand that hey you're bigger than i am let's just let this be a resting spot for you to get to where you really sure. want to go sure. and how can i help you get there like I always said that on my tombstone, I don't want to be known as the guy that had all the employees. I want to mm -hmm. be known the guy that started a bunch of small businesses. Yeah, out of this business. Sure, like, sure. so, and that's not just all talk. Like, no, it's if real. You pull my women. Yeah. That's real deal. Shit. Phil, Phyllis, Phil <laughs> yeah. takes care of his people. Yeah. But it's funny. You've got Specifically like a, his women, you've got a, a double built in, like it's a really good system from the outside looking in me now being on the inside and seeing it like that's where I think. Mr. Phil is your like secret weapon. He is. He is, he is a secondary Shut support up. to women. He seems like the uh, absolute sweetest man in the whole he world. He does, and 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 he yeah. he he backs Phil up yeah. on this disregard, and I think it really makes it empowers the women that work because he back. It's not they're not on a di they're on the same page. So he when is, it comes to that, he is daddy in a, an appropriate way. Right. So 100%. like we have, and I won't name names. We have women in our, our uh, office that don't have dads and yeah. my dad is there. Sure. Dad. Of course. Um, we talked about even Thanksgiving as a family, as we're gathering, he's made sure that certain people are invited because that's the closest thing no. to parents they have. 100%, 100%. So, you know, and I, and I just, my dad is a Jedi. Don't get me wrong, exactly. but really the secret weapon I have is the fact that they trust me. Yeah. My dad can be the greatest guy in the world. But if your women in the company don't trust you, because let's be real, I have a bunch of children that work for me too. 
I have a bunch of dudes and I love them and they know that. Like I love my guys. But, but dude bros aren't going to fucking advance your company. No, they're not. And here's the thing. And as much as they even fight against some of my women. They'll do the work. At the end of the day, the same women they fight against are the same women that pats them on the butt and says it's going to be okay. And the next day they're completely mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, I can, but I can't do it like they can. And, no, they, and, and you'll never will, be able to. That's the nurturing part. No, like, it's and not. No, it's and not. Call in, me at eight o'clock at night, Unc, and be like, "Can you believe what this person said to me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you deserve it." <laughs> like I back my yeah, women up, sure. like because, and I tell them all the time, if they're wrong, I'll flat out say, "Hey, they're wrong, but you still need to be sorry." Sure. Like we we got to work through this because I treat my company almost like a marriage in that where I'm sorry, but so but like one <laughs> if what if one of the dudes that was like. In a management role, and I'm just going to do a real life situation. You probably heard me on the phone earlier, babe, talking to somebody about this. But like, what if a guy that was like in a position higher than one of the ladies that works for you talked to her in a way that was very demeaning and made her feel like a piece of shit? A dude? Yeah. I would fucking light them up. Yeah, Yeah, I wish that was the same. Let's make that very clear. My girls will tell you, even residents we have because we deal with property management and residents. If a resident gets violent on the phone or dis or any disrespectful. Type of disrespectful, their call is the bat phone. They immediately hold, they transfer, <laughs> and this is what happens. This is the honest truth. Like my girls will tell you, don't ever piss off the ones. We had one that was just a royal BF man, uh-huh. just bad. I got on the phone. And I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. I've heard about you. <laughs> and they're like, excuse me? Like, I can deflate it by insulting you yeah. just because I'm not going to put up with the fact that you're messing with my wife. Sure. So those women are protected. Um, yeah. They're given grace beyond the grace of even the guys at times. Like, they handle so much for me, and there will be no disrespect. Mm-hmm. No, hell no. Because that, the man thing, that doesn't work for me. For, that's clear. At the that's the good. environment at, at our workplace, 100. percent The only that disrespect that's going to be given is like maybe you should put some more clothes on. Yeah. But like that's the only thing where I'm like, hey, Mama, no, 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 come on, yeah, we got to do something about this. We'll yeah. put a coat on. Yeah, we'll put on a coat. I have a coat. You want it? Like no, but other than that, no. No, but I mean, I mean, Phil's got is we're very similar in that. Like we both got such uh, big hearts mm-hmm. that the only difference is, you know, Phil is willing to give people a chance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've had, to, you've seen it. I mean, we've seen it together with a couple of, of hires that have burned us, but I'm willing to take that burn too, just like yeah. Phil is. So it's rare. Like that's what I like about mine and Phil's relationship is that it's worth it to, if you can, if you can help someone and when it does work out, it satisfies all the times where it doesn't work out when you give somebody a shot that no one else would give you're just waiting for like the juice to be worth the squeeze yeah yeah <laughs> and, and you know and here's the thing though it's i don't like feel, you gotta take the chance so I, i've had the conversation with my dad even about some of the stuff that we've done together higher wise like i don't feel burned by them yeah i want you to know that like i i never felt burned i mean you were sure. willing to give him a chance there and, was somebody that was and didn't work out three so bye. Years <laughs> recently that left yeah, I mean, and when I gotta, say when he left, hurt, he yeah. left yeah, like he nice. dropped baggage and said, "I'm out." <laughs> um, but you know, four weeks later, he's in my office. I'm giving a hug. Yeah, and I'm remembering the times that we had as brothers. Of so course. At the end of the day, like I think if you concentrate on being burned by some of these people, um, 
you'll never get out of your own fucking way. And you'll never give an opportunity to anybody else because you'll consistently remember yeah. somebody and else that's burned good point. you. Like I just, I don't get burned. Yeah, I just that's don't, good point. Because I don't allow point. myself to get burned. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, and it's all uh, it's not how you look anyways. at things. It's all how you look at well, it. Well, it's not my money anyways. Yeah. I believe that. Like I believe that I'm blessed and that I was made to do what I do for a reason. Sure. And I believe that overall God controls my life. Yep. And that it's not my money; it's His, and I'm just here to take care of it. And so it, I truly believe in karma. So I believe that if I mess that up, then I'll screw. I'm a huge karma believer. Yeah. So like, I just, I don't Free let money yourself. affect me. I mean, I like cars. Yeah. Um, you do love cars. I like re- really good food. Um, you like expensive food. And I like travel. <laughs> yeah. Those Phil, are my three. Like, Phil, at, I wish people could go watch <laughs> Phil at uh, Prime. He oh, just yeah. like sits in the corner like the Don and does like, <laughs> he has hand signals for each side dish. Like if he throws up a three, they know to bring the yeah. shrimp. Uh, you know, yeah. if he throws up a it's two. Pretty close. What yeah. are the, what's the Brussels sprout situation? Oh my God. Jay Michael Prime. Probably, probably, probably the best they, thing. They had bacon no, in them. they had bacon They've got to tell them no bacon yeah. for you. No okay, bacon. so I've been told by your husband. Mm-hmm. That they're the second best compared to mm, somewhere else. Branch water. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. He and knows, those those come with bacon too, I think. He knows they? the guy from Branch Water though. Of course he does. He knows yeah. everybody. He's like, that dude's legit. He is legit. He is. So wait, Hogan's a real deal. We just talked to some oh, it was Mike Ellis that we talked to the other night that knew I was like, we just talked to somebody that knew the guy from Branch that owns Branch Water or something. Well, a lot of people don't know is he owns Branch Water, but he also owns uh, you know, restaurant Avalon mm-hmm. Alfreda, and like He's well known. Bougie. Yeah. yeah. Bougie. <laughs> well, it's funny, is like even that restaurant there is not that bougie. But I mean, I'm just like I to most people. Hats though, off. He's a fucking G. Because yeah. those Brussels sprouts. Believe it's a it. fucking Just yeah. like I believe the hanger steak at DK is the best hanger steak. The in- the uh the ones at Prime though, because I like bacon. I prefer those, yeah. but if, if they were ordered without bacon and she could try them without, she would still, but she would love them. you've never those. had the ones at Branchwater with bacon because we've always. No, they're so good either, either way. I mean, yeah. but, but Prime's not, they're, yeah, the Brussels sprouts are up there, but their best dish, like side dish is cream corn. Oh, the cream corn's the tits. I don't know. It's the tits Bro. McGee. She's like, not a big corn person. I don't like person. corn as much as I like Brussels sprouts. So. No, I know, but like, man, my buddy tonight, he's sitting next to me. He got mashed potatoes and cream corn, and he mixes the two like old school. I would do that. Like Ooh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's sitting there, and he's like, you like this corn? I was like, <laughs> damn. Like, I mean, that's a G. You got to mix all your food together. Yes, People it was there, good. Yeah. yeah, she's a mixer. She oh, mixes everything. the whole plate into yeah. one soup. You know, I'm more of like, I'm a hybrid. I would prefer it not touch, but I'm okay with it touching. I'll mix he a wants, few things. He wants the toddler plate with like the yeah, separate con- yeah. like compartments, but then he'll like, he'll mix on his own terms. He's yes. like, I'll mix one on little bit on one little, little bit, but like, I don't want it to touch when you fucking serve it to me. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> My first reaction always at anywhere is I'm going to give you the best chance to impress me. <laughs> so whatever you cook for me, I'm going to try it your way. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna decompartment. Yeah. You know what I like about I do it yeah. Too. yeah. So Prime and Branch Water, the two things those are those are my two favorite spots I've been to that are uh, both and then and then I would put uh, downtown kitchen and the Italian spot as Mama, right Mama there. And and they're cool people, dude. Mario the owner's the shit, Mario's bro. He came up and shot the shit with us forever. Well, when you we know went that's on our family. anniversary. So they have a they have an even bigger place up in Chicago where mm. he got the restaurant, like the recipes from Chicago. Oh. Dude, he is so cool. We went for our anniversary like four years ago. It, it is the best kept yeah. secret in Kansas. And we sat at the the window seat, like yep. really gave us the the cool mm-hmm. seat. 
and he came and talked to us forever and he was so Mario. warm and friendly yeah. like it he ended up talking to us for like a fucking hour they, he is the <laughs> and there best. were other people there it's yeah. crazy to me that they're the best kept secret because they're so small they fill up it's every so night. good though but they so they have good. the best italian dude their oh cheese stick God. that big huge oh, cheese stick that's the size of this like they'll bring you one cheese stick fucking unreal bro it so i believe good. it and unreal. i and i support them all so like i'm friends with the kells i love zach i love Corey at dk queenies yeah love oh, me queenies so is queenies. Great. we're their plumber too so it makes local it better nicer local north is a great spot especially friday night they have live music uh -huh. you can eat like i have friends that are going tomorrow night for yeah their birthday. food was surprisingly good there i did They're not have high good. expectation it was better not, than i'm gonna say this out loud i'm not a huge fan of um that run it but i just love that restaurant yeah, that food. lemon vinaigrette oh really good on the salad oh, thing yeah. Yeah, very but good. at the end of the day for for as far as class of people the the family aspect and the food mm -hmm. jay michaels and rcb are my two because they own they own together they're just a really good family yeah rcb is really good i forget about them they're, all the time they're they're i'm not a huge southern cuisine guy yeah mm -hmm. um we ate there for lunch today actually we took adonis's wife and stuff and like I'm not a huge sub, but they have good sandwiches. They do a good job. They have great service. Dude, what were they those fucking hard. fried balls of brisket at Queenie's <laughs> when we met Jason? Yeah, that's what they were. Literally. Fucking you unreal. You just put that on the menu. Fried fucking fried balls, balls of biscuit. Fucking yeah. fried brisket. balls of brisket. Yeah, yeah and they were unreal awesome. Real good. They were like Every stuffed time. mac and cheese, but with brisket in them. Yeah. Every time I go to Queenie's, I'm like, I'm not going to get the chicken this oh, the, yeah. the fried chicken so and then i end up getting the fucking and if you saw their, like, I will say this <laughs> every time i'm like i'm not gonna get it nope i'm getting it this is a call <laughs> to zach hell and his team like i will tell you that queenie's is probably the cleanest kitchen in all Canton. well so Period. people that try to to fuck with canton uh and and <laughs> mm. I, i'm gonna be honest so i i prefer i think nightlife woodstock beats canton yeah well yeah, if you're in um, nightlife, yeah restaurants yeah. not even close no. canton gives them the big yes, dick can't for like restaurant quality yeah. downtown canton is as good as you can fucking get we just also, don't be there after 9 p.m yeah it goes to bed early <laughs> honestly don't be there after five but well yeah i mean but yeah. eat dinner and then go home because it's dead <laughs> like, so and, that, and it's funny because the last podcast i was on that was like almost four years ago now three years ago um i was on go canton yeah. and with jeff hagedon i love that man love him um shout out to the holler hell yeah Oh, is that the great, guy who opened they the They've done a great job and his partner, yeah. That place but is beautiful. We talked about Main Street, and I was like, one of my biggest pet peeves was the fact that the mill has become the center when Main Street always needed to be. And in the past, Main Can't Street Can they just connect the was. mill and Main Street? Like, there I needs to be like a bridge. Well, no, I, I told- <laughs> Or like just a direct I fucking- I want ski lifts. I think a ski lift from the mill yes, there would like be a gondola, like a gondola, like a like a gondola. Thing. I even looked at opening a business like a truck, you know, like an English trolley, like a double decker yeah, English trolley. You know, you could do even better that you could do one of those fucking rope pulls. Uh, fucking. Uh, you want a zip line to the mill? Yeah, no, you really yeah. you could put a fucking uh, a, a big treadmill up the hill. You could. No, could really the ski lift though, like at Gatlinburg. Yes. From the parking lot at the mill. To like you know the hill like by the holler. I think we have our next venture, son. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. It would be like a three the second <laughs> aerial tram. Like yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, or like I said, double decker English buses, Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> Bar at the bottom, seating at so the top, good. four or five of them. And you just all day, all they do is do that route yeah. on the weekends. Like just drive that, that like downtown Canton to, yeah. to the mill, like hell by the yeah. auto zone. Dude, because that fucking hike up that hill will destroy your calves, sons. 
Oh my God. I'd rather take yes. a, I'd take a gondola all day so, long. Here's the funny part about oh, Heisen yeah. Cab. So um, I live up by Big Canoe and I own a Big Canoe. So I have access to all the trails and all this stuff. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you about cabs. So I got, I got this Peloton. I got the row machine. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the only thing that hurts right now is my neck because I thrust wrong. Like I'm like sexual <laughs> position. Terrible thruster. Yeah, I'm a terrible thruster. Like You're I'm doing it in. wrong. I'm doing Phil. it wrong. You're doing it wrong. But, but then I like, I've been, been going up there and taking walks and there's this trail and it says level one easy. <laughs> and so I'm thinking it's 730, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm wearing my Adidas. I got this. I can do this. It's level one easy. Level right? one easy would give Randall's not a hiker. Yeah, but you got to look at so Phil's got big uh, hams like me, big I calves, do. big huge, well, and the, and enormous the taller, calves. The taller and bigger you are, the less built you are for like a hike. Truth. Yeah. So we're on. Le- I'm on level one. And like, I'm, like, I'm like, let's go for a walk. Randall's like, pass. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking I got this. I swear to God, we just kept going down, and I was like, where the hell are we? Oh, going, and going downhill like, is harder. It's like this. And I'm like, the calf muscles are going to eject. Yes. My calves keep going. You're going to have to go up soon. Like, and we're going to say no. Yep. (laughs) Like it was bad, bro. Like level one. I'm like, this is, this is level one. Like maybe level one for like, you know, a fit 60 year old, but I'm out. Or, or somebody that's, you know, like five, four and 130 pounds. (laughs) All right. So here's my thought. I want to wrap. I'm going to wrap on this thought. Cause what time is it? We're fucking, yeah, we're so late. Um, Here's what I want to, so my thought is I want to, we're going to pull this audio. Um, it's recording in StreamYard. We'll have the audio. I think we should release it. We're going to release it as a married AF, but also can it to be like a trailer for land pipe. It can be one of our first of three. I love it. It gives a first preview into the whole, this is the, and we'll put it as like a trailer. Yeah. Like it'll be like a trailer show. Um, so then all we got to do is two before we can launch on the RSS feed. RSS feed. You just have to have three episodes three. recorded. Yeah. Bill, Bill Grant's going to be better than me. So. Bill Grant's ready to rock and roll. Hey, like, uh, shout out to that guy. Yes, uh, love you, Bill. Man, Bill's a good dude. I've enjoyed uh, going back and forth with him, and he has agreed to be my mentor to run and be the next mayor of Canton. I literally messaged him and said that. I'm like, Bill, you're going to have to be my mentor. I mean, loved you, it. You get that, get that many votes in like, Bro, we could shit out 900 votes, oh, man. You know that. I'll be the man. I still am. I got to be careful how I say this. The other version of the laying pipe, the receiving. Yes. I still think for our, our single moms out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's like, it's yeah. like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like Shark Tank for single women. <laughs> We're going to interview them for you, make sure they're legit. Absolutely. Make sure they show up to dinner on time. 100%. Yep. And there's going to be, I've actually gotten, because I put out the thing of people to send me recommendations of, of uh, who they, get on in here. Go ahead. You like that? Um, wow, your breast smells terrible. Um, of women that they want to see on the show too. So I've got quite a few you know, powerful women um, to have on. But uh, right now, the only question mark that I need to, we're going to probably going to pull out some relationships. I can't get a commitment from Frank. We got to get a commitment. His people are, uh, you know, that I'm dealing with because I don't deal directly with him. It's his charitable people, and they're like on the fence about it. Maybe they need to hear me with Bill first. They probably want to hear yeah. an example. Which I get first. it. So that's fine. I think Bill's a yeah. great way to let them. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause because when me and the line. yeah, when me and Bill have a great show, then I'm sure they'll be it's on gonna board. Be a great show, and I love. I mean, I adore Bill. I love that man. Oh yeah, he's gonna be great. I love the fact that 
and honestly, I didn't give him enough credit. I thought he would be the hard one, and he was easy as shit. He, he was like, "I'm in, bro. Sounds are great." Do, are you gonna talk I about guess that's what happened stuff? during the last term. <laughs> <laughs> are you huh? gonna talk? So I know it's like laying pipe is the business. What are you gonna like? We you always talk about relationship stuff, and like, are you gonna talk about that on the? No, what I'm really going to dig into, that's a great question. So people can know since we're putting this out of the trailer, what land pipe is really going to be is really, uh, I want to sit down with all spectrum of community leaders, which that, that can be interpretive, right? Like everybody can, it can be a different thing for everybody of what they consider a leader. But, uh, I want to sit down with all of them and give them just a different interview platform where mm -hmm. yes, they might answer a weird question like this. Cause I want to hear, and regular people They're probably would want to hear how they yeah. answer a question like yeah. that, you know, just to see what they really are about. Yeah. You Those know? are good questions too. Um, and I'll put, do the same thing. I'll send out the bat signal for each, uh, but I'm not going to like railroad a Bill Grant or a Frank Reynolds with something stupid that hurts their career. I'm not an idiot. No. I'm not going to put them in a bad no. situation, but I'm also not going to ask a very poignant regular question. That's just not my style. And I think they know that. Yeah. You know, but I'm not going to attack anybody or put them in a bad spot. It's going to be great. You well, know, after the last election, I think attacking. Well, no, that dude fucked himself. Yeah. How he went after bill. That's low hanging fruit. Gary talks about it all the time too. When you go after low hanging fruit, nobody respects that oh, shit, bro. You're going to be mad at bill. Cause he's a gay man who gives a shit sons. Oh, what does that have to do with anything? Like as far it has as nothing to do with anything. Right. And that dude's so successful by the way, in his design business before all this 100%. Bro, champion. Yep. Gosh, I'm getting assaulted. Speaking of women, mom, 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 mom. So what you don't know though, babe? Phil told me that Bill is a huge foodie, like uh, like oh, Phil probably. over there, mm -hmm. big no, time he's foodie. Than I am. Well, I'm that you right now. that explains why downtown Canton is such good food. Then probably no, like Bill is probably one of the <laughs> he orchestrated all that. I've ever seen. Is he oh. vegan? No. Okay, I thought I heard somebody say one time he was like no, vegan. Not that I know of. Based off what I know he eats. Okay. But maybe, I mean, he might have switched it up. Who knows? I don't know. I don't eat anything with a hoof. Nothing. Yeah, I've told nothing him no beef or pork. Nothing with a hoof. There's yeah. no deer either. Nothing that you can consider a dog. No. Cows. Cows are big dogs. I know. Literally nothing with a hoof. Because I will eat, I mean, no deer, no goat, no cow. Sure. No I've had goat. I've never had. I goat. had goat tacos in New Orleans. Nothing goat cheese is disgusting. Nothing with a hoof, Period. but I will eat alligator. Well, yeah, well, because of what you like, I like. Yeah, I will. I mean, you know, I like Saints, alligators, Saints but like, alligators. well, and that was a tradition in Baton Rouge. Was on yep. the LSU Florida game, we'd go to the chimes and eat yeah, black and gator. Yeah, that's the thing. You guys haven't even, I don't think, acknowledged that you're both big Saints Die fans hard. together. Die hard. Yeah, I told you that about Phil. Yeah, huge. Huge Saints fan. I wore Saints cleats when we are uh, um, shoes to the yeah, football you see game. That, you see that Florida Lee? Oh, right? <laughs> and you see that Bama tattoo where she lost the bet, sons. Winner. Winner. I'm a huge Saints fan. And the cold plunge recently. Yeah. So last thing, we really are going to wrap on this. So yeah. Phil, Mr. Phil is considering doing uh, wedding band tattoos. We talked about it he today is. with his wife. He's concerned about the fact that I'm almost 40 and decided to do a sleeve. Yeah, I'll, I dig that, bro. That's but legit. I told him if that's the worst thing I do when I turn 40. That's better than going and buying a fucking Ferrari. Right. I, I might do that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I, no, I'm not going to buy Ferrari. No, because that'll just, that's just <sighs> pissing money in the wind. At least a sleeve, like it's you spend the money and you have no, it for, a, you know. I bought a 392G. I'm fine. I'll buy, I like old cars too. 
Oh, me I, too. And I me love too. trucks. So oh, an old Bronco. Yeah. Our next, well, my next one is a two-tone, big two-tone. Yeah, she loves the yeah. late '60s Broncos. What about a 1989 F-150? <laughs> That's parked behind one of our buildings That's now, old Meredith. No, no, Meredith. That's parked behind one of your offices. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to put her. She's all yours. I've got to put her up for, for sale. Some some high school kid really needs her in Jasper. It would be a you great know, truck for somebody. She's a good truck. It's an '82 Datsun Kingpin. Ooh. Bro, Dotsons, baby blue with a camper <gasps> shell. Chris Fincher yes. had Chris Fincher had the same fucking thing. My buddy in high school, Chris, we used to jump blue? that thing. We used to go down Airport Bro, Road and jump. Yes. So we had we this, hit humps. We had this thing in Wild. Is that a Hyundai? No, it's a Dotson. Dotson, oh, which is now is the... a yeah. Nissan. Okay. So we used to go to this place, the Flats, and it's where you go up the big hill to go drink. And so when you're going up, you're going around all the sandbags because of the way the hill is. Yeah. And they never finished. It's like one of those uh, communities they never finished. In so it was undeveloped. Yeah. So you get all the way to the top. You drink up the top. Well, by the time you're done drinking, you forget their sandwich. <laughs> That's exactly what we did. We was up in Montesano and we'd come down. Yes. And with the Bro. steel bumpers and everything else. Like, oh, my. I Bro, mean, the and they CD were so light, it, they would CD fly. The box. Babe, look at what Adonis. Oh yeah, that's, that's, well, one of my dream cars. that's one of his dream cars. Yes, he wants. He wants a, a grand national. Holy shit, that, that that's one of my uh, dream cars, Adonis. Yes. That's how I know we're we brothers, bro. Because that sure. grand national is the most slept on car because it looks time. it yeah. looks like a cut dog. People think it's shit, yep. and it's a fucking race car. Yeah, for its time, you, don't you know, for its time. The marquee, anything grand marquee. Oh. Dude, awesome. He loves boats, Rambler. Grand Marquis, like any boat. I do. I've, I'm partial to big, uh, long caddies because my nanny had one. She had one that was pink from Mary Kay. Oh, oh like the it. Mary Kay caddy. Yeah. I remember those. Curves, my but... grandparents had the yellow one, the weird yellow one. Oh. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Ah, the fucking Grand National. Yeah. Every time we see one, you're like, babe. I'm like, because they're so fucking cool. That's Grand Nationals are the most slept on they car. Are. And they're all around. like the same. Yeah, because they were only released for what? A you year, two like, years? There's not like variations. It's like, no, oh, it's black. It's fucking same. black and it's awesome. And it's got red interior. Yeah, it's usually. just a yeah. fucking... so the Bronco thing. I oh, follow the site. So they take older Broncos and they modify them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of They're that. like 240 grand. Yeah. No, They're thank you. But I want stupid. One. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Someone can just give me one. Yeah. The Grand <laughs> Grand Nationals, though, uh, every time I see one in a car show, um, they're just fucking, they're, go they're falling off the face of the earth. And I mean, you know, Robert had a Cutlass Supreme. They're hard to find. Looks very similar. Cutlass but, Supreme was yeah, like yeah. the old cop car, wasn't it? No, Cutlass. Cutlass? It looked like a Grand National, but it would just be blue with crushed velvet. Like all these Broncos. Oh, I love oh, yeah. that Bronco. Yeah, right that's yeah. Oh. Like, they're all vintage. Like, oh my god, dude, there's yes. big money in that that business where they do that because oh, yeah. there's people that do that with like '69 Camaros. They'll build you one and fucking. Uh, that's a fucking racket. Like it. Uh, Saw one at the homecoming parade. Oh, all right, Adonis. I'll say we go in half ski sons. Split that thing. It'll be hey. like his bowfars. Hey, why do I feel like your two year plan involves me? Yes, <laughs> it does, Adonis. And and then we'll share that that Grand National, sons. Oh man, I love those things. And I and I don't change a thing on a Grand National. It needs to be exactly stock. Um, I know that cars nowadays are bigger. Like it's not the biggest motor, but dude, for its time, that motherfucker was a race car for gsx he's right it's close all right well we're gonna right. sign off here we've been late uh this has been off dude two and a half hours you're up there with me and gary we went three first time we did a show together yeah. and fucking didn't even 
Doesn't feel like it was even near that. So Evie's about to start busting the table. I was on it. Yeah, Jobin's about to kick some ass. Yeah, honored like, to be here, guys. Yes. Oh, oh, Evie. I know I'm a right, man, but I'm honored. No, dude, you did all. This was fucking awesome. Um, so everybody knows this is uh, Uncle Randy. We got Brooke there. We got uh, Phil Bossman. Um, check us out. There'll be a uh, laying pipe uh, with Uncle Randy. Will be coming out soon. Uh, this will be on the feed. Uh, married AF here with uh, me and Brooke because we are going to consider this the first married AF in a year. Wow. It's going to go out on our feed too. So wow. y'all are welcome. We're back by popular demand. Um, yeah, so we'll catch all you on the next one. Lee, love you, brother. Donna's champions. Uh, everybody else, remember, hey, go jerk off a neighbor or something. Do something fun. Try something different, goddamn. Get a little frisky, son. Just make sure it's cool. Your wife's cool with it. <laughs> yeah, don't go look. Don't go commenting on TikTok videos and telling bitches to bounce their tits better. Don't do that. That's terrible. All right, we'll holler at y'all later. Uh, See y'all next time. We're out.